0: And I miss you. I'm going back, back home to the West Coast. And I miss you. I'm
1: going back home to the West Coast. And I miss you. I'm going back home to the West Coast. Live from K Dog Studios, it's Brennan Jr. and Jordan Fether. West Coast Bias And welcome to West Coast Bias. I'm Brennan Tuden. I'm Jordan Featherman. Uh, here's a little uh, draft coverage, hopefully. The draft coverage, the one stop shop. For so, NBA uh, draft yeah, we're gonna try to do the whole draft. Yeah, we're gonna see. I, I was really uh, on board for this event, and then I noticed that ESPN's coverage is actually 5.30 to 10 o'clock, <laughs> which could, could get a little rough. We're crossing our fingers and hoping that they're just like budgeting their time or something. Very, uh, we'll loosely. Brennan, I woke up this morning, and I was very excited for this exact <laughs> moment tonight. This is going to uh-huh. be the best draft in a long time. We're we're live down here in the uh, KDWG 90.9 studio. Wow. And, uh, we've got a war room going on. We do. And, I mean, I've never seen anything quite like this. We have, uh, I'll, I'll tweet some pictures. It's unbelievable. It's, uh... Papers everywhere, we got stats, numbers, money, everything. Yeah, we've got all the salary figures for every team in the NBA, all 30 of them, wall. 29 plus the uh, Charlotte Bobcats. Yeah. We've got uh, all the trade considerations, we've got the orders, I've got the big board. Yeah. Okay, sat down. Pounded it out. Pounded out the top 100 prospects, according to me, and it could get it could get pretty real. It's getting fancy. Yeah. High tech stuff over here, guys. Not what you see at the the Lakers organization with uh, clipboards and extra sketches. Yeah, still working with archaic stats. Oh goodness, How unbelievable! Ever... Unbelievable. Oh yeah, we're live at the draft too. So if you got your uh, TV right now set to ESPN, you'll be seeing the same thing we're seeing, except probably a little bit quicker. I'm guessing uh, we're probably on we're probably on a little delay, but. Uh, How's that? How's that angle for you right there? I'm I'm fine. Is that a I'm, good angle? I feel pretty good right now. Is that now. a good I'm comfortable. angle? Comfortable. I'm a little upset that I got the least comfortable chair in the place. Hey, I get the cushy chair. I'm the I'm the production manager. So now <laughs> I think we'll be doing some live tweeting tonight. At uh, WCB Show is the Twitter handle. Yep. Go ahead and hit us there. That. 140 characters or less. Uh, we won't be checking the email. That's just one too many things to be going on. A lot of stuff happening today. So yeah, definitely. Uh, Trying to limit the resources in an influx of uh, back and forth. As much as we love all those people who just tweet at us constantly. Had a pretty interesting Twitter conversation with a Twitter follower last night. Yeah. Uh, I remember the I remember the Twitter name because it's one of those names that just sticks out. Ralph in your mouth. Yeah, old Ralph. Yeah, in your mouth. He's been a follower for a long time now. Yep, and uh, he was asking me some draft questions. Uh, where I had some people going, what I was thinking about. What the Lakers were considering, uh, they were just all over the interwebs yesterday, Jordan, talking about trades and possible Pau Gasol scenarios, because we need more of those. For you fans out there that can't stand the Lakers, have no fear. We shouldn't be talking about them very much tonight. No. They only pick number 60, <laughs> which is the last pick in the draft. We've got David Stern at the podium right now, and he's, uh, I believe I just saw him do the Hulk Hogan Ear wave to the fans, and I'm sure he's getting food. Thank Plus you 20. for all of the people out there that have came to the 2012 NBA Draft. In Newark. In Newark. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so we're on Twitter right now. Uh, good to see with Anthony Davis, NBA Draft, and Austin Rivers. We have iCarly and hashtag I can't date you trending. Oh, well, that's... <laughs> That's about what we're looking it's for. relevant. Brendan, first pick in the draft tonight is the New Orleans Hornets.
0: New Orleans?
1: Who are they going to go first? Well, we, it's it's a mortal lock that Anthony Davis is going to go here. The uniblocker. There's there's no way the, uh, Give the, it to the, him. the Bayou Brow is going to head here in the first pick. And after number one is when things get a little interesting. Yes, and I've been indeed. trying to stay up on top of the number two situation. We've got the Bobcats picking number two a team that is absolutely woeful in every oh. definition of the word. They need help at four positions, I would say, with the only person I would think being a starter next year is Gerald Henderson. Yeah. Is where we're at. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and if you're going to tie your your boat... Uh, we're good. No, nah, man, I think... Oh, yeah, we're there good. we go. If you're going to tie your boat to the Bismack Miombo then you only need three positions. I think they are. Nevertheless, there's been a lot of chatter about a possible trade up to number two at this point. And let's keep in mind, the NBA draft is not like the NFL draft where trades are announced readily before. Uh, It's (laughs) really archaic. You don't get uh, the first five picks done on the Tuesday before the draft. It's unbelievable. There's going to be, I guarantee it tonight, someone will get drafted and we'll find out two minutes later that he's been traded to some other team and we'll do the hat switch. Oh, yeah. Which always happens. Oh, yeah. Now, at two... The names we're hearing right now are Cleveland and Houston, trying to get up there. Now, Houston, of course, has got an absolute boatload of picks. They've got 18, 14, and 12, correct? Correct. Okay. And uh, two of those acquired this week. Yes, yes. Uh, Daryl Morey, the GM of the Rockets, just going on an absolute tear as far as trying to acquire assets. Uh, a lot of people are saying that it's because he wants to try to rent Dwight Howard for a year and see what happens. And, you know, he's a guy who has been accruing all of these assets for years, it seems like, and just a team full of uh, just, you know, good role players, young players, just trade assets, basically. Yeah, that's what he does. He's been doing it since uh, the first instance I can remember was the Terrence Williams deal mm-hmm. two years ago when he got a first-round pick for taking Terrence Williams from the net. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Terrence Williams obviously didn't work out. He waived to him. No, it hasn't worked out anywhere. No, I don't think you ever will. Uh, So, the picks they got this year or this week are the 12 and the 14. Houston receives Milwaukee's 2012 first round pick, number 12. Sean Livingston, John Brockman, and John Lauer for Samuel Dalembert and the 14th pick. So, essentially a salary dump. Yeah. And I believe Stern is announcing the first pick in the draft. I wonder who it's going to be. Drum roll. Oh, it's Anthony Davis. <laughs> It's Anthony Davis. Oh, he already had a cap with him. Off to a rousing start. So, There's the Hornets take the best player in the draft. a Cornerstone franchise player, in my opinion. He's going to be there for a long, long time. I don't know about the offensive game. I know everyone wants to talk about he was a six foot three 2' guard when he was a junior in high school. Small hands. Small hands. And, you know, the fact of the matter is he's an elite-level defensive player. He's a very above-average rebounder. I've never... His low post game is rudimentary. It, yeah. It's going to come. He's too athletic for it to not come. He's a great ball handler. It's going to come. But he is a franchise player. Absolutely. I mean, you look at the guy and his physical tools. Uh, you go over the things that have been beaten over for the past two weeks his ridiculous wingspan, his, his shot block timing is spectacular. Yeah. All he, right. He is. When you see some of those guys, you know, the, uh, I guess we would say the ESPN, the, the, the top 10 shot blockers. You know, you get the Serge Ibaka and the Dwight Howard blocks. It's all about that timing. Absolutely. And it's just something that you just see with some guys. And it's very weird that a guy, you know, that was, what, three years ago a a guard has this kind of timing on blocking shots. Three years ago, the only offer Anthony Davis had to play collegiate basketball was with Cleveland State. Wow. That was it. (laughs) Okay, and now we're talking about him. He's the number one pick, and he's got a whole franchise on his shoulders. And I'm I'm pretty content thinking that he's gonna be a franchise player. He reminds me a lot of Dwight Howard, which is weird. Uh, he doesn't have the build like Dwight. He's not he's not as far uh... as his thickness. But if you remember Dwight when he was a senior in high school, it's kinda eerie. He's got the timing that Dwight has, but he's a little better with his block shots as far as not sending him twelve rows deep and then mean mugging. He, he actually tries to keep it in play for a fast break opportunity, Which is a very undervalued skill when mm-hmm. shot blockers come into play. Uh, there was an advanced stat a couple of years ago that Tim Duncan's block shots counter for more than Dwight Howard's because Tim Duncan, when he blocks a shot, he collects it. Yeah. And that, that's a new possession for your team. Dwight Howard's just, you know, sending it back so the other team gets, you know, five seconds left on the shot clock, and then, you know, they might make a basket. Yeah. So very interesting and hopefully it's uh, a trend you do get to see with uh, the new age of basketball players and defenders is being smart about it, not just trying to get a highlight. And I, I think it will. I mean, uh, announcing teams have taken to just absolutely ostracizing players that send it 12 feet deep into the stands now. And I think players on the AAU level, which is what everyone who plays basketball? It's the AAU circuit. Yes, and I think guys there that started to emphasize, block the shot into play and let's make it. Keep it, run it out. and yeah. just run out on the break. How are we out on the audio levels here? Uh you're you're a little quiet to be honest. I don't you. understand what's going on there. Normally I'm the loudest person in the booth. Screaming and yelling like some well, I was gonna say a cuss word, but I'm I'm gonna keep it clean tonight. Yeah, I, well, I hope so. So, number one <laughs> to the New Orleans Hornets is Anthony Davis, and he was number one. On my big board. Okay, really? now, Brendan, I want you to reference reference my big board. Okay. Every chance you can, because right. I wanna. I really want to pump up my big board. Okay. <laughs> you should have put this on the internet, Jordan. I know. What are you I doing? Know, I know. We got the blog. I know, and I, I promised someone this morning that I was gonna put it up there, and
0: you you never know, got and, around to it. In all the
1: chaos that was today's prep, the mad scramble. I couldn't do it. His mom's name's Iranier. Kind of like Ranye the beer. Hey, Ranye. Maybe it's Iranye. All right, I'm I'm getting kind of excited. Check the Twitter feed. <laughs> so uh, right, Do we have any rumblings on the number? Right two now, me? the the number two is kind of up in the air right now because uh, it said if the Bobcats are, are going to pick there, they're going to pick um, Thomas Robinson of Kansas, and they want to trade it back to the Cavaliers. I've heard because the Cavs really. Uh, beal pretty excited about bradley bill yeah they want beal a guy who played out of position at florida play the three and he's a two and he's a six three guy playing the three which you figured that out brendan where do you stand on thomas robinson thomas robinson uh i i put it in my mock draft because you know everybody and their grandma had one so i was like i got it i gotta give it a shot so i had him here at number two and my take on Thomas Robinson is he very much looks the part. You know, you can make a cardboard cutout of the guy and say, "Oh, that's an NBA player," but that doesn't make him an NBA player. Yeah, he passes the old eye test. That's for sure. Yeah, the yes. guy is the guy is jacked. <laughs> we were watching him in the combine yesterday, and it was it was truly one of those things. Where we were like, "Oh boy!" I mean, it's like I don't know if he was wearing a Schmidium jersey. It but I mean, uh. He was pretty uh, pretty chiseled up. <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, I've got him number four, at all, number four on the big board. Yes, you do. I've and, got him behind Bill and Kid Gilchrist. And you know, honestly, that's—I I, want to say that's probably where he is. But I'm not sure if he's. A, people want to proclaim him and say he's honestly becoming underrated right now, uh, because of all the negative things people are saying about him. But I say all of the uh, the negative stuff is kind of on par, which with what kind of player he is. I mean, he was billed a six ten. He's really more of a six eight, six nine guy. Uh you can check the measurement board there. Um, it's really interesting because he's not exactly a dominating offensive player. You're not going to have Thomas Robinson on the block and just be able to dump it inside to him. No. Uh, if you looked at in the, his tournament numbers against great, uh, you know, great college bigs, uh, Anthony Davis, uh, Terrence Jones, and Jared Sullinger, he had very, very poor shooting stats. Uh, he was eight for eighteen against Ohio State and six for seventeen against Kentucky. And he also played against the t- Kentucky in the beginning of the season of the college year as well. And it very off as well. Okay, well let's let's look what we got here. It looks like the Bobcats are making their pick and they picked Thomas Robinson. No. That's Kid Gilchrist. Gil, Kid Gilchrist goes number two. Now I love this pick if the Bobcats keep this. Yeah. Because the Bobcats hired Mike Dunlop, mm-hmm. who A lot of people don't know, but people who coach basketball, Mike Dunlop, his word is God, okay? You rely on his defensive schemes, his systems. He's an up-tempo guy. He likes to push it at the rim, and then he likes to play solid defense. And Kid Gilchrist fits that system very, very well. Gilchrist is going to be an elite NBA defender. Uh, He's got the motor to learn how to be a good offensive player. Because he, he really can't get his own shot. And no. I know that's the the common thread when everyone wants to get on Kid Gilchrist is that he can't get his own shot. Well, he can get it in fast break, and he's going to learn how to get a jump shot. He's going he's gonna to get there. I mean, the kid's yeah. a hard worker. He's, he's got a winner at every level he's ever been at. And he's got a true like shooting guard, small forward size, too, which yeah. is great. He's 6'7 and a half and about 230 pounds. Uh, honestly, this was what I was really worried about for Kid Gilchrist. Was going to the Bobcats, a team like the Bobcats or the Kings, just because uh, the the knock on him, I guess, was also he isn't always the most outspoken person. He has a stutter if you heard him on interviews, but yeah. apparently that does dissipate when he's with his teammates or on yeah. the court. Um, he's very headstrong and very mature, but people are worried he is still very young. He's uh, referencing your your big board here. He is 18 years old, turns 19 in a couple weeks or yeah. whatever, but if he's on a team where he has a lot of weight on his shoulders, like he will in Charlotte for sure. Absolutely will have weight on his shoulders because uh, he's going to be the one of the smarter players on the floor, if not the smartest. Uh, and offensively, people are going to be looking for him to produce a little bit more than 11 points a game, I think. And, and he will. He will in time. Uh, You know, his rookie year might be a little bit of a struggle for him just because he's going to be an 18-year-old kid playing in the NBA with the big boys. And playing on a team that is just awful. Now, I'm curious to see if the hat switch comes in here. Are we hearing any rumblings from our trusted NBA sources? Nothing yet so far. Washington looks like they're going to select uh, Bradley Beal with the number three pick. That makes plenty of sense to me. Yep um that's what i said that's what they needed they needed a shooter alongside john wall who couldn't shoot himself out of a closet basically it just it makes plenty of sense uh their guards just their guards right now kind of iffy they traded away swaggy p nick young at the trade deadline um and now they have jordan crawford who is pretty much you know he's he's swaggy p minus two inches and the wizards at three it makes no sense to take Thomas Robinson. No. So Robinson's going to slide here to four, at least. Which is, coincidentally, exactly where I have him on the big board. Oh, now. Now, it makes no sense for the Wizards because they just made the trade for Okafer, and they have Nene. Yep. So he's blocked at the four and the five. So you're looking at an undersized four to come off the bench as your third big man. At the number four pick in the draft, that makes no sense. I right? think number, number three. Yeah, it number three, no I think they absolutely... Beal is a good fit for the team. It's... Uh, I don't know if you're really selecting the best player available. I'm not completely sold on the kid who shot 34%, and he's a supposedly great shooter. Yeah, Ray Allen. Yeah, it's Ray Allen. An amazing time. shooter. He's 6'3", and shot 34%. Ray Allen's 6'6". So, you know, ding. maybe Eric Gordon-ish. He's a little... Eric Gordon's huge, though. He, yeah, he's a bit wider. Yeah, he's a bit more like uh, Waiters, I suppose. Looks like the Wizards are making their pick or might be making a trade. No, looks like we got a pick here. He's reading off something here. Let's see here. So, it could be Bradley Beal, and, and it is. Beal. And they're going to keep Beal. Makes a ton of sense. The Cavs were desperately trying to get Bradley Beal, but I think now the move for the Cavs is uh, Harrison Barnes, which... Uh, I mean, it's a, a good teammate, sp- a teammate, of Kyrie Irving in high school. Yep. They can't, I don't think they can go Thomas Robinson because he does not fit with Tristan Thompson. No. Uh, so we're looking at Harrison Barnes here. Uh. I think, he, you know, if, if Harrison Barnes could have came out of high school, he would have gone four. Yeah. Uh, he's the only freshman in NCAA history to be a consensus all American preseason mm-hmm. as a freshman. Very, very hyped. Um, Hit five game winners his freshman year. Yeah. Uh, sophomore year, he had kind of a slump. Uh, a lot of people the knock on him is it doesn't look like he's that interested. And that he takes terrible shots. Not to mention, I was really put off by him when he designed his own logo. Yeah. freshman and sophomore year. I thought that was a little, and he had a little the press, bit of a reach. He had the press conference. Talking about his brand, the Harrison Barnes brand. Yeah, that's when he made his, his, his logo. logo. Yeah, and I was just like, man, come on. But, you know, he might, he's going to fit in with the Cavs. Alonzo Gee is a guy who got 35 minutes a game last year playing for the Cavs. And Harrison Barnes, I believe, is an upgrade over Alonzo Gee. Oh, absolutely. And the good thing for Harrison Barnes here is that he gets to keep in the same role of not being the guy either. Because he was very, very passive in college. And that's another knock on his play. But it's going to, I think, very much lend itself to the Cavaliers right now, who are honestly building a pretty solid core. Yeah, if Tristan Thompson comes around. If I Tristan know you're Thompson, a big Tr- Tristan Thompson I was Thompson guy. really on Tristan Thompson before he declared for the draft last year because I thought he had a lot of potential if he stayed in college, but then he went pro. And so it's really up in the air to see if he ever will develop any sort of offensive game. Um, he's got very good shot-blocking skills. He's got great size. He's a thick dude. <laughs> very. Uh, lanky arms. Um, he grabs boards, but offensively, he's very, very limited. And pretty much anything he scores is off a rebound, or if Kyrie Irving manages to set him up really well. Um, so I think it's going to work out really well for those three if Harrison Barnes ends up in Cleveland, because uh, Kyrie Irving is going to take all the pressure off. Him. Yeah, absolutely. Any chance here that we get someone a little, a little different here at four? Is there a chance that Cleveland goes Andre Drummond? <laughs> I I'm, could, it, I'm, I'm being honest with you because I've heard rumors that they're looking to deal Verajao for the 7th or the 12th. Mm-hmm. And that's a possibility. And if they pick Drummond here, then you could definitely infer that they're getting the 7th pick or something like that. Drummond's um, the best center pros- prospect in the draft. Yes, yes. Here's the deal. This NBA draft, as much as we want to talk about how deep it is and how much talent there is in it, it is very, very top-heavy. In point guards and centers. Yep. Once you get about the twenty first pick, you're not gonna be able to get another good center. The last good center that, you know, has a chance to be something is gonna be Fab Melo. Yeah. And he's gonna come off the board probably before twenty two, I would think. I, I think he's gonna go you know, you know, I have. I think he it's probably I really honestly think that mid twenties probably for yeah. him. But yeah, but it's after just that right there, that's he's it. gone pretty much. And then with point guards It's very, very limited. Top heavy. Yeah. Okay, and I know I'm in the the far minority here, but I've got Kendall Marshall as my best point guard in the draft. I'm absolutely in love with this game. I've got him number six on the big board. Okay, that's the highest you're gonna find of any of these so-called experts, Brendan. Mm-hmm. But after Marshall is Damian Lillard, and then you fall to Marcus Teague and Tyshawn Taylor, and then I think there is a distinct line. Yes, very much so. Before Tony Wharton. Yeah, and you know he's he's a really big point guard who could huge. Kind of six being, foot six could end up being a little bit more of a shooting guard in the pros. I think he's a point guard. He can't shoot. His shot is so broken. No, I'm but it can be he fixed. He can take it. I mean I it mean. can be fixed. We're looking at the Wizards' roster here, Brennan. And oh, I told you that I thought the Wizards were starting to turn a corner here. Mm-hmm. I don't mind their roster anymore. You know, it's still it uh, John Wall still has a lot of uh, basketball IQ points to pick up on the floor. Um, yeah, well but uh, I think, no argument in that from here, you know, a little, some more coaching changes, maybe a couple more assistant coaches. Yeah. Randy Whitman's not the answer. No, Randy. he's not. But so. you look at a team with Nene at the five, Okafer at the four Reese mm-hmm. is going to play the three with Crawford at the two wall at the one Jan Vesley turned it on a little bit at the end of the year. He's going to be your athletic four coming off the bench. With plenty of potential with that guy too. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. He is he's a 6, 10, 11 dude who can throw it down, probably gonna win a dunk contest yeah, someday. Yeah, Jump out of the gym. <laughs> the problem with the Wizards last year was they had no depth. They were playing Booker and Seraphim serious minutes. You don't have that problem with this team anymore. No. And it's they were kind of their bench was kind of a running joke on who's gonna be picked up, you know, next from the D League or called back into the league yeah. from retirement. Yeah. I think Morris Almond had an appearance at the end of this year. He did. He absolutely did. So uh, you know, it's it's very positive thing to see the the Washington Professional Basketball Team actually looking like they're trying. Yeah, absolutely. And Brandon, I think one team that is thrilled with how this draft is going thus far are the Sacramento Kings at five. Because they love Thomas Robinson. They love Thomas Robinson. If if it can if he can get to five, it'll be a snap decision for them. Uh, they'll tell Daryl Morgan in the Houston Rockets to go away, that they're not making any deals, mm-hmm. and they'll take Robinson at five. Uh, Houston's target, from what I hear, is Andre Drummond. That's right. who they want. There's still going to be a chance for them to trade up. I could see Portland at six maybe making a move. I think Portland wants the first point guard off the board. They do. Cavs coming up to the board here. We got Stern making oh, the announcement. Commission to David Stan. What do you got for us? It's Whoa! Gonna- Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters at four. You know, we heard rumblings about this earlier in what the day. What a reach. We heard rumblings about this earlier in the oh, day. Oh, bad pick. Bad uh, pick. I don't gi- like it. Giant reach, don't as far like as it. I'm concerned. Don't like it at all. Uh, I had him number 11 on the big board, Brennan. He's a, a six foot three 2' guard, essentially. Yeah. Uh, the the What people love about his game is he can get to the rim at any point in time. Uh, his jump shot's unreliable. I think he is kind of in the mold of a James Harden sixth man, two guard that's going to come in, you know, the last five minutes of the first quarter, first four of the second quarter, maybe play a little point for you. I think this is a giant reach. It is a huge reach. I had the Raptors picking him at eight and it felt reachy. Now, Brennan, Dion Waiters is a guy, he shut it down. He's one of the... Before the the combine. He had a promise. Did the Cavaliers make that promise at the four spot that early? I, I hope not. Just because, I mean, I don't know what they saw in the workouts, but I don't, I don't think he had any workouts. He shut it down before the combine even yeah. started. I mean, this is—I think everybody's mock right now is just completely screwed up. I didn't do a mock for this exact reason. This just this happens hilarious. in the NBA. Now the Kings are kind of left with the rough decision here: do they go with their favorite, <laughs> Thomas Robinson, or they go with a guy who might actually sell some tickets in that town, in Harrison Barnes, or do you go Drummond? I heard. I heard that. Oh boy, that... I don't. I don't think Drummond fits with with, with, with cousins. cousins. Oh, I, I hope I don't, no. You know, you I know. I heard think... that like last week, and it was just. That's a lot of lack. That's of That's a motor. lot of size, but a lack of uh, IQ down there, and a lack of IQ and a real lack of passion in the front court. I, <laughs> and I don't know if that's something. And you that want is to do. way too much love for two big men who love taking those awful. Well, jump and shots. God forbid that happens. Who's coaching the Kings now? I don't even know. Uh, it's. It was the assistant, wasn't he? he hit yeah. The, uh, Game-winning shot, Keith Smart. Yep. Boy, Keith Smart is in a rough position if they take Drummond at the five spot. It's Robinson. It's Robinson it's going Robinson. five. Okay. Spoiler alert, it's Thomas Robinson because they've been loving on him. And they were honestly trying to slide up into the four spot just any means possible. just to, if, he, if he started to slide, it just jump on him. But they didn't even have to do that this year. They just kind of let Thomas Robinson fall into their lap. And honestly, this isn't... This is a good fit for Thomas Robinson, Absolutely. I think. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it's a place where he's not going to be totally he, – he's not going to start. They love uh, Jason Thompson. so. Well, Jason Thompson's a restricted free agent. I think agent, they tendered yeah. him an offer. They did tender him an offer. So, but, uh, You know, and I think Thomas Robinson's a guy who does fit with DeMarcus Cousins. Yes, very much so. I mean, Robinson, for all the knocks on him, he is a high-motor guy. Mm-hmm. He is going to try to do everything possible he can to score points, to make the hustle plays. So, I think that, that that might actually be a decent move Brendan is the storyline of this draft Kentucky? yeah, it really seems to it, be it right has now. to be, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. if they have six guys go, and I really like Darius Miller,, mm-hmm. so if they have six guys go, that's something we've never seen before no, no, yeah, it's insane. oh look, ah, one of my favorite commercials on right now, Uncle Drew, yeah, oh here, bowing on his young blood yeah. on I young don't blues. know how I feel about it. <laughs> it, it was funny, but. I it's, think it's a little early for Kyrie Irving getting his own commercials. You know, young, pretty soon he's gonna have his own shoes, and he's gonna blow me knee out. So I think <laughs> it's just not nice. Hey man, I you just, just yeah. I preach what I you know. That has just the great undertones of a, just a sour Bulls fan. Very right there. very sour. <laughs> I, we did an NBA bracket pool, okay? Yeah. I hit every series. Yes, you did, except the Bulls. Okay.
0: I think third why. in the
1: whole pool. And I had the Bulls winning I took, it all. I took second. Yeah, I know, I know. We did well. We had a good... West Coast Bioshow had a good showing. Good, good showing. Good showing. And per the usual with anything you put money on with sports, somebody who really doesn't watch sports wins. Yeah. Well, that's, Crazy. It's kind of how it works. <laughs> all right. So, this is really interesting now. If you're, if you're the Warriors, this draft just got great. If you're Portland, this draft Portland just is, got great. It got great for Portland and the Warriors, who desperately need a wing. And... Yeah. Harrison Barnes might slip into your lap right now. If the Warriors could get Harrison Barnes, I think if you would have told the Golden State Warriors last night that at number seven they can get Harrison Barnes, they would have been thrilled. <laughs> Absolutely thrilled. They spent the last week trying to trade Doral Wright for a bag of peanuts and a washing machine. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't pull it off. And now, the door, now Harrison Barnes is going to fall into their lap because I think Portland at six has taken the first point guard, Damian Lillard. They yep. love him and i think sacramento if they they take thomas robinson we haven't had that announced yet so let's nothing official let's you know be tentative there so it looks like thomas robinson does the value of the 8th pick toronto has been trying to move that pick oh i think it it explodes it's and skyrocketing right now isn't it toronto it's really interesting with that team as well is because uh they were looking at lillard earlier because obviously Calderon's time is, you know, Jose Calderon. It's wearing thin, much like his defense always has been. Oh yeah, uh, he doesn't play defense. He actually just stays on one end of the court, and just watches the team play defense. Makes free throws, and then That's he just makes. Favorite thing to watch. Ninety-eight percent. Just treasure. check his box score every day Oof. and watch that he hasn't missed a free throw. Oh look, three. he's five-five net. In two weeks. <laughs> All right, Sacramento coming up to make their pick now. Boy, we should do this every year. Yeah, great I think fun. So. Great I love fun. it. Great fun. So you're looking at this right now. David strange reading out the CAD. Looks a lot like uh, Thomas Robinson. There it is. Yep. Wow. Now, Thomas Robinson is a vengeful, vengeful guy, too. Yes, and he I is. And I think the num- going number five, uh, <laughs> I know he's not very happy, but. He doesn't look too happy. I feel bad for the four teams in front of him because he, I mean. That's not a guy I want to upset. Well, you know, and another thing with Thomas Robinson, and other, all these people are, like, loving on him. I mean, he wasn't better than the Morris Twins. No. And they were at, they're were average right now. Oh, come on. I, come on, it's early. They they had a very average showing of their rookie season with a lot of PT. Undersized power forwards, man. Thomas Robinson's 6'7 and 3 quarters without shoes. Mm-hmm. Official measurements. Uh, that's a little smaller than you would like. For your power forward. But if yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pair him with DeMarcus Marcus If you got a seven footer to pair yeah, him with, you know, it makes a lot of sense. You might be able to pull that off. So I mean you're looking at it now, uh, the fifth pick. Ah. Fifth pick is Thomas Robinson in Sacramento. Now yeah. we're on the sixth, Six which pick. is the Portland Trailblazers. And their new soap opera star GM, Neil O'Shea, oh, which boy. we should probably spend a little time on, Brennan. Yeah. Neil O'Shea has risen from the ranks of running workouts to GM of the Clippers, to trading for Chris Paul, to playing the Clippers against the Blazers to increase the offer and getting a brand-new GM job with the Portland Trail Blazers with complete control of the franchise. Bravo, sir. He's on on the record saying he's going to take the best player available. Uh, my sources tell me that the Blazers love Damian Lillard and, and that they sat down and had dinner with him, and it blew up. I think that's what's happening right now. Damian Lillard? Yeah, uh... I think Raymond Felton can lift his head up from the buffet he's currently at and start packing his bags. Uh, Raymond Felton, the gopher. Oh, he's, Man, he looks like a golfer. He's a big. He's, uh-huh. he's he, turning into a big boy. He, he like a golfer. <laughs> I saw some. I think, I think he took the meaning of, like, oh, it looks like, you know, a lot of those big teams out there are going to look for a big point guard next year to help defend, you know, LeBron. He runs the point. I think uh, Raymond Felton took that the wrong way. He's just yeah. gaining a lot of weight. Yeah. Getting wide. He got thick. He got thick. <laughs> Good for Portland. Eating his feelings. Uh, I'm curious. Today, I believe Scott Brooks' contract runs up with the Thunder. Mm. And I've heard that as soon as his contract expires, the Blazers are going to make a serious offer to Scott Brooks to try to lure him to be the head coach. And I think Scott Brooks should be pretty excited about that idea with LaMarcus Aldridge and now Damian Lillard. Mm. That's not a bad team. Got a guy like Wes Matthews who... Undersized two guard boy. He he competes. He compete. Competes. He plays really hard, and they have a lot of a lot of dollar bills locked up in him for a couple of years. So yeah. and they're going to match any offer. Rumored to match any offer that uh, Nicholas Batum gets. Right. They yeah. like they love them so Nicholas Batum. Totally forgot about Batum. So never been a big Batum guy. Yeah. Well, I I think he has. He's a, he's a he's a weird player. He's a six eleven ten guy who shoots the three pretty well and takes it to the rack i don't know he's defensively but brendan let's run down some other players here uh the best available player on the big board assuming the damon lillard to portland happens as Mm -hmm. we believe and we're getting word it's gonna happen harrison Barnes is the best player on the board yep at this point according to the Uh, jordan Jordan big Big board board, yes indeed followed by kendall marshall uh, apparently, uh, Thomas Robinson is walking around, and he looks visibly upset. Yeah, I don't doubt it, dude. I don't think he worked out for the Kings. I Stor- No, he didn't. He for this declined. Exact he declined their offer. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Thomas Robinson. If you if you're in New York right now, see Thomas Robinson, just just walk away. I think Barnes might slide here, Brennan.
0: It's, that's he insane,
1: might. and it, he's going to slide here. They don't need the three. Well, the, I don't think Golden State can take Drummond. No, we just made the big deal for Bogut, and they've got David Lee for another. No, they're three they're years. picking. I think they're picking Barnes. Okay, I think that's the move. Seven's gonna be interesting. A lot of dominoes are depending on well, what I the mean, Golden State Warriors brain trust does here. Pre-draft, pre-draft, you had you know, oh man, Drummond's really rising quick. He might go top five, top six. He's a top six talent. And now he's sliding. Yeah. So, and I, I think I don't know. They really like Damian Lillard. I'd pick Drummond here, then get trade back to like 13 or 14 and get Marshall. Because I think Kendall Marshall is going to be a better point guard than Damian Lillard. You know? I am in love with call Kendall me, Marshall. Call me crazy. I, I, know, know. I know that a lot of people don't think he's going to be able to translate. Uh, just because defensively he can't really get side to side, uh, even in the ACC. But just purely. Off the way he sees a game, he reminds me of Mark Jackson. Yes. He's that he's that good of a passer. And he's uh and he's very crafty in a oh, yeah. in a pat in a Andre Patches Miller sort of way. <laughs> crafty. I'm looking at the Golden State Warriors salary cap figures here. Yeah, is it's just looking at it right now, I think they're picking Barnes. Who? The Warriors. At seven? Yeah. Here comes Stern here to the podium Stern. for six. We're like a picks ahead here, whatever. Let's let's make sure this is Lillard, but then I, I want to touch on this Golden State salary cap situation. <laughs> Are you sure that Portland doesn't take Tornike Shangalia here? Jordan? I'm pretty sure Tornike is gonna is gonna slide a little <laughs> bit. Is that Lillard? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's Damian. All right, Lillard. so Lillard goes sixth. So the uh, Big Sky Conference representative goes to Portland from Weber State. Brandon, how do you feel about Lillard? I, you know, he's small. I don't like his size for the NBA completely. Um, It's, I mean, the really only, the smallest point guard that's doing really well right now is Chris Paul, obviously. And that's not who Damian Lillard is. But, uh, you know, his decision making isn't always the best. Granted, he wasn't on the floor with a great bunch of shooters this year. But, ah. He's just about three inches taller than Stern. (laughs) Barely. (laughs) He's got Stern by a little. I don't know. He's a good scorer. Um, I'm, just, I'm just not completely sold. All right, so let's move our attention to Golden State here. At the seventh spot, a glaring hole at the three, but a prized prospect in Andre Drummond still on the board. I'm looking. Don't ruin this for me. Okay. Golden State has $27 million committed in Bogut for the next two years they've got an absurd amount of money committed to David Lee for the next four years I can't even do the math off the top of my head uh, it's something like 56 million dollars for the next mm-hmm. four years they still have beardness oh just an awful contract nine million this year player option for another nine the year after that so quick math tells me that they've got about 65 million dollars locked Ooh. up no more than that yeah more than that about $115 million locked in to these three <laughs> posts. I don't think they can go Drummond. They can't. I think they have to go Barnes, and then you pair Barnes with Stephen Curry, Brandon Rush, Clay Thompson, David Lee, and Bogut with RJ, too. I like that team. I don't mind it. Uh, if Mark Jackson can't get that team together, I don't know. Maybe we have to rethink that. It's very interesting, especially it's one of the oh, look, big Scott Conference players that got drafted in the first round Michael Ray Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney Stuckey and Damian Lillard, <laughs> but uh, come on, now that's a Montana Grizz right there. I know. How are you gonna do it like that? Uh, it's just history. Um, <laughs> it's very interesting, though, if you look at the Warriors, who a couple years were a couple years ago were kind of a laughing stock and just picking up D League players and giving them thirty-seven minutes a night. Um, they're beginning to have a very good team with some depth, and I think they have. Uh, they pro- no, I guess they probably won't retain the bird rights, obviously, to Richard Jefferson. Probably renounce him and get whatever cap relief they can get from him. Uh, well, Richard Jefferson's got that player option for $11 million. Oh, he's taking that then. Yeah. yeah. He- Richard Jefferson's going to be a Golden State Warrior until 2014. And honestly, it's not a terrible thing for the Warriors because he's a guy who has learned how to hit the corner three with good efficiency. I think it's a pretty bad deal. Actually. I mean, for, for, the, for Jeff- the price, for the price, obviously. It's over, and no one likes to play with Richard Jefferson. Nobody likes Richard Jefferson, historically. I mean, we've talked about that before, but Richard Jefferson, people really dislike Richard Jefferson. But no one likes to play with him. What if the Pistons get Drummond? You know, I don't know how I feel about a Monroe-Drummond court Because you move Monroe to the four. You have to. Because he's 6'10". Drummond's but... at least two years away yeah. from being a starting center in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And this is the problem, and I think we had this discussion last night, is centers in the NBA draft are such a frickle thing. Yeah. Because if you give them too much playing time, you got Kwame Brown on your hands, where he has absolutely no confidence in his game. Well, you know, one thing Drummond won't have is Michael Jordan screaming at him. so And calling him a derogatory term. That's yeah. all Michael well, Jordan called him for the whole first year. year. Good old Michael. Nothing but a derogatory Homosexual slur. Called him a bacon neck. No bacon neck on your tees. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with there. Uh, love it. Uh, Brendan, the guy I got number 10 on the big board. Yeah. That I know you love as well. Oh, uh, Terrence Jones, my Terrence boy. Terrence Jones. I'm interested to see where Terrence Jones is. He's going to fall. Boy. Absolutely mm. going to fall. And this is the worst case scenario for Terrence Jones was yeah. that another wing was going to slip. So... Uh, It's gonna push him back even more. Um, uh, Teams have Terrence Ross ahead of him, and obviously Barnes. So it's interesting to see what they're gonna do here. Uh, Teams like Terrence Ross for his scoring ability purely. Not very high on my big board. Not high on the Featherman big board, (laughs) but every uh, all the pro teams seem to like him a lot. He's only a freshman, and you know there's still a lot of holes in his game. I don't, I'm seeing a lot. I, I think they're going to pick Barnes here, but I'm getting a lot of Austin Rivers early talk. No, not at 7. Not, not they here. They couldn't do it. Not here. Okay. But I think very, very soon. Like Toronto? Possibly. Well, I know Dwayne Casey is a good friend of Doc Rivers, mm-hmm. and that's going to come into play. Very possibly. So the Warriors here are, I think they're picking Harrison Barnes. They have to. It's a lot. Otherwise, Harrison Barnes is going to hide in the back of the room <laughs> pretty soon here. Oh, what do we got? Harrison Barnes. Harrison yeah, there he Barnes, is. number seven. And, I mean, he's a guy that still got some problems in his game as well. He needs to pack on some muscle. That needs to happen. He is skinny. And he needs to work on his base on his jump shot. Yeah. He always has crazy legs going on. Yes, And he does. I don't know if that's because he felt like he needed to shoulder the load there at North Carolina, but – I'm... He's going to be a starter in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the ceiling of being an all-star, like we previously thought with Harrison Barnes, is going to come to fruition. But going to be a starter. And This is really going to help him playing on a team full of other young guys mixed with some vets, too. And uh, Much like we said before, where we thought he was going, was that uh, he's going to wind up and he's not going to have a shoulder of the load here. He's got Steph Curry, who can score. Klay uh, Thompson, who's going to be ru- running into a sophomore year, who's a he was a pretty good shooter. He had a ultra green light at the end of the year. Andrew Bogut coming into the new team, who's a vet. Uh, David Lee, who's a vet and a very good locker room guy. Uh, he's going to be vying for minutes with Darrell Wright, who had an awful year last year after a great three-point shooting season the yeah. season before. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where and what kind of lineups that Mark Jackson will fit him into. Um, I think you can kind of, he's one of those guys you can kind of plug into a lot of lineups though, because he doesn't need to score need the ball to be completely effective. Are we talking about Barnes? Yeah. Oh, he needs the ball. I don't think he will. He's very and he's passive. A, he's a ball stopper. He's passive.
0: We'll see. He but will pass he, that he ball. He
1: is a guy who can play the two and the three. Yeah. And I think a lineup of Curry, Barnes, Thompson – Mm-hmm. It's pretty scary for opposing defenses to try to defend. That's that's a lot of scoring on the court right there and a lot yes, of shooters. It is. Even if you got Beardness playing the five with that lineup. <laughs> so, now the Raptors are put in a very interesting position because they wanted waiters. That was one of the teams that were rumored to have promised. Yeah, one of the worst kept secrets. So, now do you trade... If you're the Raptors, you look for a trade. Oh boy! You know the thing with the Raptors is their salary cap situation. They want to throw a big offer at Steve Nash, mm-hmm. and I think Nash actually truly does want to go to Toronto and go to the Great White North. Reach. God, what happened? The reach is uh is incoming. Austin Rivers? It's coming. Austin Rivers? <laughs> There's a storm coming. Austin Rivers here? Yeah, that's uh one. It's a rumor. One source so far, and it's an awful pick. Okay. Give me the breakdown on Austin Rivers. Uh, he's a guy that says, you know, has been saying this since his junior in high school, that he's modeled his game after Kobe Bryant. And that's not always the best thing. I mean, it sounds great. It sounds good, but Kobe Bryant's 6'6", and has some weight behind him. And uh, a real 6'6". A real 6'6", not quote-unquote 6'6", or 6'5", what Austin Rivers is being built at. I'm gonna he's about 6'3". In that range, is that about it? He's somewhere in there. Either way, uh, Kobe Bryant. If Kobe Bryant's not six six, uh, somebody said if Kobe Bryant was six three, he'd be Ricky Davis. So uh, I know it's really unfair comparing <laughs> comparing Austin Rivers to uh, six three and a half to one of Doc Rivers' least favorite players of all time, of Ricky Davis, Mr. Triple Double himself. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Austin Rivers at eight. I had him nine on the big board, so I don't think it's as big a reach as we're thinking. And I don't think that Austin Rivers is a bust. I think he's an NBA player. He can score well, and that and he'll get plenty of opportunities to score in Toronto. But he's probably going to a team that has Demar Derozan, who's six six. That three he hit against North Carolina. Yeah, was, was out of this world. You know, he waved off. He took two on ball screens and didn't even peek into the key. Austin Rivers is a guy, and I've noticed this early on, he got a little better as the season went on, but he is a terrible pick and roll player mm-hmm. as far as making the pass off the pick and roll. It just doesn't happen. He's got no We got a trade? No, we have somebody we have a we have maybe another reach, but one I, I kind of saw coming. At nine to the Pistons? Uh, at eight. To the, Ra- to the Raptors now Austin Rivers didn't go to the Raptors uh, one report is saying otherwise is saying Raptors the other is saying Terrence Ro- Ross of Washington wow going to the Raptors I feel like Terrence Ross is a reach that is them. a reach <laughs> it's a huge reach but I told you they teams were getting really high on his ability to score and his size well I'm... because you can play Terrence Ross at the three Terrence Ross is a lot like Beal for me where I watch a lot of college basketball yeah and, and he's a West Coast guy. Maybe it's maybe it's my own West Coast bias that I had him going. He's in a the UW top 10. guy, but for all the talk about him here at the draft, I'm searching the old encyclopedia memory banks in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I remember Beale being a good rebounder when the Wildcats of Arizona played Florida. Right. And Terrence Ross. He terrified me a little more bit. More sources confirming uh, Terrence Ross. They're showing Austin Rivers at the draft right now. Who are they going to pick? I think Ross. It makes more sense than Rivers, who's 6'3". I guy six 6'6". They Let's have see. DeMar DeRozan. Let's keep that in yeah, mind. he plays the two. Let's keep this in mind. I don't think he can play a three. Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross, the it is. The one with the bow tie. All right. Good bow tie. Sick bow tie, bro. Sick bow tie, bro. All right. Now that puts Detroit in... That's the biggest reach thus far in the draft, Brennan. Yep. Terrence is, Terrence Ross is a guy I had number nineteen on the big board. I think the Pistons draft Andre Drummond. It's not confirmed yet, Oh, man. But I think it's that's the pick. Well, it's a piston thing to do, and that was you know if Andre Drummond was available on my mock when I had I had them picking Perry Jones for his size, pretty much exclusively. Right, and that's a Detroit pick. And that's a Detroit pick, yeah. Because, which yeah, for those of you who don't know is. You know, it's yeah, – it makes you go <sighs> – I don't know. What are you doing? Yeah. Really? Really? Joe, Joe Dumars has a spotty record. Uh, <laughs> you know, he he had his great defensive team, and a lot of that credit goes to Larry Brown. But, you know, this is the guy who took Darko. Oh, boy. Over uh, You know, he took Stucky, who I like but is an undersized two guard. And don't try to argue that. He's, he's, he's undersized. Completely. Come on. He's 6'4". He's 6'5". built like a tank, but – yeah, they tried to play him took, a point guard. He took Brandon Knight sake. last year, so obviously they've changed the tone. There will be a revolt in Detroit if he takes another point guard. Here. Yeah, oh, God. And the only point guard I could see this high in the draft is Kendall Marshall, who I, I think isn't going. They're there. not picking another he point after no. picked Brandon Knight last year. and They they played Brandon Knight in a lot of minutes, and I think they really uh, they believe in Brandon Knight. So I mean, Audre, Andre Drummond's got to be the choice here tonight. I think so. And New Orleans is excited because they want Austin Rivers <laughs> fierce. Yes. The, the New Orleans Hornets want Austin Rivers, and they want Anthony Davis, and they want that to be the cornerstone of the franchise with Eric Gordon for the next 10 years. Man, I don't like that that threesome. That's what they want, Brennan. Two undersized guards. I know. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. but Two undersized guards who don't pass the ball really well. I don't know. I don't like it. I mean, what's look what's that big Lithuanian's name? Uh, the Raptors pick Jonas. Oh, uh, Jonas Valius. Right, that guy. He would have been the number two pick in the draft this year. And the Raptors looking pretty smart right now. Picking him last I don't year. Know about that. L- picked him last year. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, what a European stash. Okay? Yeah, that, that's that's where we're at. He's probably him and Nikola Mirotic. Mm. The Bulls took at Mirror like twenty six would both be top five picks in this draft. The European talent is very much lower, and we haven't even started discussing the Europeans.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And the French wing is going to be the first one off the board. What's his name? Evan Evan Fournier. Fournier. Yes. Right. Fournier. Number twenty four on the big board. So uh, yeah, he's he's the first big foreign player this year. Uh... was it too early for me to throw my foreign yeah, I think it's a little too early. I think we're going to have plenty of foreign coverage. Just in... my <laughs> my favorite foreigner in the draft this year. Can I not? Yeah, you him... can name him. Who, what's his name? Get him in here quick. What's his... You don't even know his name? I forgot it. And it's oh, a tough, he's your favorite, it's though. Who you got? Onjin Kuzmik. His name is Onjin Kuzmik. Yeah. His name is Onjin Kuzmik. Seven foot one. Yeah, just... Okay. Okay guy look friends on the board right now he's probably talking <laughs> well, about now, you, you take a guy like oh, umgen cosmic and he's a guy with uh great intangibles uh real nose for the rebounds and i like real his, tough i like his senses uh he, he's not the stereotypical foreign player i don't know why everybody that covers the draft is for as a new york jersey accent but i give him that just because it makes it sound more credible or whatever but uh you know, he can he can leap a little bit. He's, you know, he's you're not exactly sliding five textbooks underneath him or anything, but come on. <laughs> so, I think, in all honesty, the Pistons are going to drop Drummond, and that's what it's looking like. All right, so Andre Drummond goes 9 to Detroit. I think ten's locked up with Austin Rivers. That's so dumb. So the Hornets. So, so dumb. Portland will be back on the clock, and they have got their point guard. Now they need help at the center position. If Andre Drummond were able to slip to them at 11, I think it'd be an instant decision from him. I don't think it's happening. I don't think so either. I think but he's going right now. It'd be an instant pick. Instant. <laughs> Put it in right now. Ugh. Oh, man. So We got any trade chatter going on? Not a whole lot right now. I, I, the Bulls were rumored to be talking to the Warriors for that pick. Because, they love Harrison Barnes. Because they saw Harrison Barnes, but then they the bulls weren't willing to take bedrins and another bad contract probably uh jefferson i would probably assume. richard jefferson so or doral right they pulled out of that they they love harrison barnes yeah uh, that's... they weren't they weren't in love enough with harrison barnes to make and pull the trigger well okay so now it's pretty much official Wojnowski. Oh, if Wojo tweeted Wo- it, it, Wojo is. tweeted it's done. It's a lock. It's over. That's his first tweet of the night. That's so it means it's is the it? first eternal lock. Yeah, it's his first tweet of the night. Mm-hmm. Wow, he must be working on something. Lock. We're probably going to get a Twitter string. We're going to get a, here. We're going to get a Houston Rockets trade soon, I assume. You would assume, sitting at 12, 16, and eighteen. That's three rookies. Yeah, I can't do that. No, on a team Kevin that McHale has. Will he will quit. <laughs> I'm, Hang done. It up. I'm done. I'm done. So it's Andre Drummond to the Pistons. Uh gonna be interesting to see how him and Greg Monroe work out together. I'm not you know. Yeah, I this is a Joe Dumore's pick for me. Yeah. Andre Drummond's got a high ceiling. He could be a great NBA player at some point, but boy, he looks disinterested in the game of basketball. He just looks bored sometimes. And he always has this look on his face like his poop don't stink. <laughs> I just, Andre Drummond, enigma, an enigma in yeah. all things. And, okay, so Raptors say they are keeping Terrence Ross when he trade chatter for number eight is not happening. Shocker. Uh, so it looks like, yeah, Drummond's gone. Uh, Austin Rivers. It's looking like more yeah. and more. Austin Rivers is definitely going to. I don't like it. I don't like the Drummond pick, and I don't like the Rivers pick. Well, you don't like Austin Rivers. I think he's an NBA player. Oh, I think he's gonna be a great. He's gonna be a scorer. I just think there's some forms of duplication here with Eric Gordon. That's that's my. I think I think Austin Rivers, on, you know, another team would have been great. I think the if he fell to the sun somehow, that'd been a great fit. Because they need scoring badly. Yeah. And just with you know, the Hornets, you get Eric Gordon and Austin Rivers. Who's running your point? You're trusting Jarrett Jack with those two?
0: I don't see how
1: they can play Austin Rivers and Eric Gordon at the same time. It's gonna happen. I know, but I don't see how they can do it. They're gonna have to play Rivers at the one if they're gonna do that. I don't see any I don't way. I don't know. I don't He's not a point way. guard. He's not a point guard. I don't think they can trot those he's two a, guys on the court at the same a time. He's a six three shooting guard. I know, but I don't, I don't see any any other way. <sighs> it doesn't make any sense to me. And the Pistons, I, I knew they were oh, gonna. Oh man, Is he Andre Drummond does not look. <laughs> you gotta go to Troy. <laughs> Time to, <laughs> oh, man. time to invest in a, uh, a top-of-the-line security man, system. Man, put a smile on. Come on. You just got top ten <laughs> in the NBA draft. Unbelievable. Well, gotta, I don't know I, what he's saying, but. I can't. Oh, here. I, I'm a pretty good lip reader. That face is priceless. I can't believe I got to go to Detroit. Um, I'm going to call up ATT security right away. <laughs> Because I got to live in that third world city. Oh, come on with the Detroit hit. We can't go one day without you. I'm excited to see all 100 fans that could afford season tickets. At least they're not doing two-for-one <laughs> specials. <laughs> well, no. Because, you know, you don't know if you're going to be there for the next year in Detroit, Jordan. No yeah. jobs. No jobs, Jordan. Oh, yeah, he was crying hard. Oh, he's balling. Yeah. Come on, man. I Hold don't it. blame him, man. I might cry if I was going to get, you and Chris Bosh, gosh, get yeah. that kind of money. <clears throat> Let's see what the number nine pick gets. uh one one point nine seven and then two point oh five then two point one so you know he's looking at a, a cool seven million dollars. You can buy half Detroit with that. Bravo. Bravo to you. Bravo <laughs> to you. Uh Brendan name that is uh, sinking like a rock right now. Jeremy Lamb. Yeah. Sliding hard and at this point much expected though really. Really it was, but with Austin Rivers, Terrence Jones, Perry Jones, and I, I like Quincy Miller a little better. That's five people in front of him right now. He so, was kind of the stupid person favorite, I think, for the draft, to be honest with you. saw a lot of people like, oh, well, if they can get Jeremy Lamb here, it's a good pick. I don't think so. What if he gets the 17 in the Dallas Mavericks? The Mavericks would love to sure have would. Jeremy Lamb. Love to have him. You know, I think he's a definite upgrade from Vince Carter's corpse. Who they'll probably renounce. I no, they I think will. that's coming up pretty soon here. I know that he signed for the veteran minimum, so maybe they'll hang on to him. I wouldn't. Just let him go. Let's see what his cap hold is. You give him the Viking funeral. You put him on a boat, and you just push it off into uh, sea. Oh, you know what? Vince signed for uh. 9.27 million. Yeah, see ya. Huh. So that's, that's interesting. So free agent. I didn't know that. So no, he's got another year. Three point two million dollars. I think he can they, be they, bought can, out they can renounce yeah. him. I saw that they planned on it if if either Darren Williams or Dwight Howard becomes available. Did you notice that the Clean Azabuki deal was a two year deal as well? He I think he'll be renounced too. He he has he can be bought out as well. Him, uh Brandon Wright, and Vince Carter all can be renounced. Would you renounce Brandon Wright, though? Just a shade under a million dollars. Honestly, and he played okay for him in the playoffs. We are ahead of the curve with the Dallas Mavericks talk here. We need to get back to the story at hand, Brandon. (laughs) With the Rockets at 12, 16, and 18, what is going on here? They can't take three rookies. No. They can't do it. I think if they do, after their last pick, uh, the breaking news will scroll across the bottom line that – Kev McHale's has exploded. Well, would a team like the Bulls try to get up here to the twelve spot or the Tunder? Yeah. A team like that, will they try to get up here to twelve, you know, or the sixteen or the eighteenth spot? What does the Thunder spot? have to offer to get here? Oh, they've got the twenty eighth pick. They've got a couple second rounders. Uh I'm sure they have some foreign guys stashed away, as is the the Tunder. Okay, so the making their pick. It's gonna be Austin Rivers. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't hate Austin Rivers so much. I think he's gonna be a scorer, I think uh maybe 15, sixteen his first year. Really? Sixteen. A lot of points. He's playing on the Hornets. He's gonna get shots. A lot of points. Did you see did you see what uh Clay Thompson's doing? What? At the end of this last oh, year. Oh yeah, chucking? Yeah. Yeah, well. Oh all right. Clay Thompson's also like six foot six. That's true. He's a true shooting guard. Yeah, I mean he can he can get a shot off. Uh, a warm embrace between Doc and his son there. That's. It was rumored the Celtics were going to try if he was available. I'm sure they did everything in their power to get up there. If they're available in the mid teens, if he was there, they were going to try to get him. But they just have no assets. No, they everyone don't. wanted to talk about the Boston Celtics making this big deal. No. what were they going to do? They, I mean, they have back to back picks in the twenties. Was Steemza and Steamsma and Ryan Hollins? I mean, was that going to get you up here? Uh, I don't. Know. The rights to Jermaine O'Neal. I, I just... <laughs> I didn't see that happen. No, absolutely not. So Back to Portland. Back to... And there's soap opera star GM, Brett. What are you going to do? Here at 11. Who do you pick here? What's the move? Well, the number one guy left on the big board here is your our boy, Kendall Marshall. But it, he can't go here at 11. He can't because they already picked uh, Damian Lillard, so... Does it fall to Terrence Jones? I think it might be Tyler Zeller. Really? Or John Henson? I think I think I might. I think they go with size. I think size. they go. I, I go Terrence Jones here, and if you can try to fit, but Terrence Jones obviously doesn't offer any paint protection, which is a big issue for them, and it's definitely Lamarcus Aldridge's issue as well. Oh, two new Doesn't Tyler Zeller fit with Lamarcus Aldridge? Yeah, but and Tyler Zeller's or Tyler Zeller's ceiling is defensive five who can score a little bit. Very true. Worked the glass. I mean, he fits here. I've got nothing right now on the wire because I think everybody else is just confused. It, maybe could you trade back here a little bit? <laughs> you sure could. I don't know who <coughs> is looking to move up here. Um, I know a team like Denver has had discussions about a Wilson oh, Chandler. Portland. Oh, no. What? Portland, uh, according to Wojo. Oh, no. If it's according to Wojo as good as Leaning strongly towards Old Myers Leonard. Really, awful. Brandon, that's let's... such a Portland pick. It's such a Portland pick. How do you not see it? Let's let's hash out. What on. are you doing? Who Myers Leonard is? Well, he is a seven foot one beanpole. Yeah, two hundred fifty pounds from Illinois. Yeah. Uh, doesn't have anything going for him offensively. Doesn't really have anything going for him defensively quite that well. I saw him knock down a jump shot. Well, I mean, you can make anybody look good in two and a half minutes. That's true. Uh, outside of me, probably, but that's another story. Um, he really—he rebounds okay. I guess he can grab boards. Well, he's seven foot one. He's I'd hope seven he could. one. I'd hope he could. And he's—you know—he's real stiff, is we, what I've noticed. We caught a couple Lion-Eye games this year, and I don't remember him. I don't remember him at all. So he's seven foot one. He should stand out. I should remember him for something he did it on the court. I don't remember him. Uh, I've watched film of him since he's real stiff. Uh, yeah, and that that, That's that not good. scares me a lot. And we talked yesterday about taking centers in the eleven to twenty five range, and it almost never works out. No, I mean Andrew Bynum, but he was a high school. He's a high school player, so yeah. you know. And Myers Leonard, he had two years at Illinois. Yep. And so really, never. Yeah, I don't know. So your top ten picks. Now that we're there, yeah, it up. goes. Davis, Gilchrist, Beal, Waiters, Robinson, Lillard, Barnes, Ross, Drummond, Rivers. So the two that stand out to me are Deion Waiters and Terrence Ross. Absolutely. Uh, they feel like the biggest reaches, and they're both two guards who can score. Yeah, well, you can play Ross of the three. Well, yeah. but So, yeah, he's, he's a wing scorer. Right. So, uh, man, it's going to be really interesting right now if you look at where do you go right now if you're Portland? Because, Myers Leonard, apparently. Myers Leonard. I, it's such a bad pick. Well, they needed point for, guard center. I they mean, did. That's, that's what they needed. So apparently they think that Myers Leonard is a better center prospect than Zeller or Henson. Man, but uh, which duo do you take, Jordan? If, you're, if you have Leonard and Lillard, or do you take uh, Drummond-Marshall? I think I'd take Drummond Marshall. Well, I, I have an affinity for Kendall Marshall. Like, it's nobody's business. But that's tough for me because I I think Kendall Marshall, I don't know. Uh, with, I feel like he's a starter in the NBA for a long time. And I feel like he's a guy who can make the passes. that. Oh, yeah. Passes, passes to the guys that Portland has on their team. He can make a good entry pass to LaMarcus Aldridge. And he's really not going to probably look for Andre Drummond if they had him. Um, Nicholas Batum and Wesley Matthews knock down a three here and there. Kendall Marshall's a guy who can run a team, and and I think I think point Damian point. Lillard will do a, an admiral job at doing that right now, but oh man, it, right now it just it's it's not a pretty <laughs> situation for the Portland Trailblazers. I don't think it's as bad as we're thinking, and there could be a deal here because Portland's got the 40th and the 41st picks in the second round. Yeah. So if you're talking about bringing four rookies in, I don't think that's going to happen. No. So maybe they go foreign in the second round and maybe there's a deal here. Um, I know there's teams. If if I'm sitting in the back half of the lottery here and I'm a team like Atlanta or who else needs a point guard? Just Atlanta? Looking around right now. Denver. Uh, no. no, they got Lawson. They got Ty Lawson. Absolutely. Phoenix. Not. Sacramento. Does Kendall Marshall hit Phoenix at thirteen? I think that's a good pick for Phoenix. Yeah, I do too. Uh, especially Phoenix squad that you know did the dumb thing and dealt away uh, Goran Dragic. Just stupid. Uh, the Blazers, Aaron Brooks. Blazers apparently made that their pick. Rough, rough deal. I've got no no locks right now. Oh, there's a new Could tweet. Myers Leonard. There's a new tweet. Three new tweets. Is it Myers Leonard? I don't know. It's not. It's not working. It's Myers. Myers, Leonard. Stupid. Number twenty on That's the big board. Portland, man, come on. I thought you guys were gonna be one player away. <laughs> how I, long have they been one player away? Oh, anymore? forever. It's just it, it's Portland making another Portland-like decision. Yeah, you know how many times do you get burned on centers? Uh, I mean, they don't grow on trees, though. So you know you can't you can't hit a home run if you don't swing. That's true. But look how stiff he is. Oh man, it's it's tough. <laughs> that's tough. Ah, uh, look at that. Ah oh, man, that that shirt he has on. You know, hey, like Austin Rivers it. is wearing the same sort of deal. i almost that's... that's the look. Apparently. Who's oh, <laughs> Jade Adonda just tweeted? Who's going to pass the ball to Anthony Davis? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna, uh... need a, gonna need. Gonna need to get another ball out there. I guess. But yeah, I don't I don't like this pick that much at all, and uh, I'm really surprised to see what kind of highlight reel they got for him here. <laughs> oh, there it is. I've seen that one before. That's, I think I've seen that from three different angles. Yeah. They tried to repackage it as a different shot. Oh, see now a step back fade away from the seven foot one center doesn't entice me. No. Why aren't you going in? Oh, I don't get it. Kendall Marshall, 6th on the big board. Terrence Jones, 10th on the big board. Tyler Zeller, 12th on the big board this is where we're at here with the 12th pick in the Houston Rockets, a team that I don't think any NBA expert, in quotes, mm-hmm. expert could tell you what they're going to do. Rumor is they already have a deal with Drogic to come back and be the point guard. Right. Kyle Lowry is all sorts of upset. Because he doesn't like sitting in the fourth quarter, which is what Kevin McHale does. <laughs> Puts him on the bench. Yep. They've um, got the Coca Scola. Lucas like Sc- Scola playing the four. Patrick Patterson's still there. They traded away Dallenbear, which is a lot of duplication mm-hmm. with Camby. Right. Maybe they go Zeller here. I think Zeller. I think he's kind of a uh, – I think he's a guy McHale could really work out with. And he's oh a, yeah, he's a guy that is is very intelligent. He's very well rounded. His his ceiling isn't very high. No, that's his issue. Not a ton of potential with this guy. The the P word in the draft, but yeah. ah, it's such a dirty word. It is. You know, yeah, this guy's of potential. What? I just don't think that Zeller can be a twenty and ten guy. No, is just the problem, and I don't think he can even be a ten and ten guy. I think he's going to be the 8 points and 13 rebounds sort of dude. Okay. What happened? It looks like the stupid people are going to win. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. That's uh, per Chad Ford. But it looks like right now uh, the Rockets might be picking up Jeremy Lamb. Oh, wow. Wow, good for Jeremy Lamb. (laughs) Yeah. And and this is something we were talking about the other day was – Jeremy Lamb measured at six four. Yeah, and I <laughs> I thought he was a lot taller. Might have been the fro. I know. It I might always, have been the fro. I always thought Jeremy Lamb was like six seven or six eight, you know. I thought he was huge. And then all of a sudden he measures out at six four. Wow. Yeah, big so... wingspan though. Big big wingspan. <laughs> uh NBA Scout just said, uh, this is the most unpredictable draft I've seen in thirty years. <laughs> it has been a little we've up been blowing and down. smoke up each other's butts for weeks. Yeah, and I think that is a lot of what's happened is GMs have gotten so good at misinformation, yep. and this is what we're looking at. The The prime example is Cleveland at number four
0: Oh, taking clearly. Waiters
1: because that tells me – Waiters had a promise before the combine. Yeah. Right? We're talking almost two months ago without doing any interviews, any workouts, or any physicals. This guy got a promise. Yep. <sighs> how good – how – I don't know. Who, who slipped the Cleveland GM some cash? I mean, <laughs> what happened here? What am I missing where Dion Waiters gets a promise almost two months ago? I don't know. And honestly, I don't know what they, what Dion Waiters showed them. Did, maybe it's like that, uh, that little Bowyer wow movie where he's got MJ shoes. <laughs> it's like, now listen. Really? That's where you're going there. Listen, okay. Cleveland GM, I got these. Are those? Yeah, they're Michael's shoes. Are we hearing more rumblings on Jeremy Lamb to the Houston Rockets? Is more that and what's going to happen? Yeah, it's a second. It's a, yeah, so. Okay, so that opens up Kendall Marshall to 13 to the Phoenix Suns. Which and then I Mil- like. then Milwaukee comes up 14. And I think they make the stupid Bucks choice and pick John Henson. Yeah, John Henson or Zeller. Yeah. Uh, they like them both. Um, I think Zeller. Zeller makes more sense. Zeller fits in Milwaukee. And I know that you're not supposed to draft your team based on you know uh, this guy's a midwest guy and he grew up in that area but you have to if you're the Milwaukee Bucks because oh, if you lose another guy to free agency because no one wants to play for you and Scott Skiles yeah know. and Zeller's a guy who I think can get along with Scott Skiles he's a very yeah he's like we said before a very well-rounded guy he's a uh, very mature too which is going to help with a guy like Scott Skiles, who gets under his player's skin, historically speaking. Well, yeah, and what are we on? Year five of the Scott a, Skiles experiment? A record, a and record. An absolute record. Normally, they run him out of town at this point. ESPN now reporting Jeremy Lamb the Rockets. Okay, well, Jeremy Lamb's coming off the big board. Uh, the number 18th ranked prospect. Uh, I didn't break it down to what he is on my shooting guard list, but I would assume he's around six. Does this mean that Kevin Martin or Courtney Lear on the move? Kevin Martin, primarily. I think you can play – Can you? It's a lot of two guards. That's a lot of right two guards there. who can shoot. So, yeah. I think absolutely, especially with the two later picks coming, that you could see Kevin Martin and the two picks going somewhere. For what? I don't know. And don't I you, have no don't idea. Don't you have to move Larry at this point? He comes out and says, hey, I don't like playing for this guy. I don't like playing for Kevin McHale. And I don't know how much longer I want to be here in H Town. But if you're the Rockets, you can't just come and pick Kendall Marshall. They slips to you with your next pick. No, they love Dredget. They love the Gogi. So they're gonna pick up Gogi again, but uh, but then you still have a log jam at the two, and you can't. It's the Houston Rockets. They've got log jams everywhere, and they always have. But, and they really like Chandler Parsons who they picked up last year. Who's a three four? Who's a three? He played they played the three, three, yeah. Because they have Scola, and. Man, I just don't know. Yeah, there's Jeremy Lamb getting selected right there. Uh looking looking skinny. H Town holding it down. He's got some very lanky he's got some long arms. Yeah. <laughs> that is a super custom made suit he's got on. Um I think they all are at this point. Yeah. So let's let's not even try <laughs> well, to dive in. Outside, outside of probably Damian Lillard. Let's not even try to dive in to the thirteenth pick here. I think I it's don't gonna even be know. Kendall Marshall. Brennan, what do you have for late round sleepers? Late round sleepers. I mean, of the who first, really? No, or... second round guys. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. I like Jay Crowder a lot. Uh, from Arquette. If you saw him in the NCAA tournament, his game against Murray State was nothing short of amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy ran the very, uh, very deer esque. Oh man, Jeremy Lamb looks like <laughs> he's a... like like a twenty-two year old fifth grader. <laughs> he, he does. I mean, he, he does. It's very uh it, it oh, man. I'm probably going to reach deep here. Uh I by the way have Jay Crowder as the first prospect in the second round. I think he's one of those guys who's going to be able to come in, be a glue guy for you. Um Quincy AC at number 46 for me. Right. I think AC can be a rotation player in the NBA and in a second round pick that's what you're looking for, right? Yeah. Um pfft. Man, Quincy Acey, and it's uh, uh, he was another very overused draft term. Man, his measurements are great. Yeah, they're off the charts. The guy's got ginormous hands. They're like dinner plates, like dinner plates. <laughs> and uh, his just... athleticism is off the charts as well. And the only thing you need to know about how athletic Quincy Acey is mm-hmm. Scott Drew, the Baylor head coach, ran three baseline and sideline out of bound alley plates for him. In one game, yeah. Enough said. Yeah, <laughs> in the NCAA tournament, three. That's a lot. Look, they're billing Jeremy Lamb as six five and a quarter. Um, you might. I'll I'll check it. Yeah, check the height there. Uh, he's definitely not that tall. And uh, that was mind blowing for me because I mean we talked about it. We always thought Jeremy Lamb was like six seven, and he ended up being a lot shorter. Yeah, it'll be in that one. Oh, okay, so let's uh. Let's recap. We got the Suns coming up here at thirteen, followed by the Bucks at fourteen, the Philadelphia 76ers at fifteen, and then the Houston Rockets again at sixteen. We'll six, we'll see where we're heading here. Uh, Jeremy Lamb, we've just got confirmation. Six four from the actual draft column. combine measurement. Six foot four. Six even. foot four. That is a, eh, you know, he he can pull it off. You know, he's tall enough. His dad's crying. So uh, I assume that's his dad. Yeah? Yeah, I'd assume, Oh. Yeah. No. Rolando. Nice. Rolando Lamb crying. I think that might be what I named my first son. Rolando? Yeah. Rolando Featherman? No, James Rolando. James Rolando. So then like he'll he's go gonna by to, Rolando. Yeah, he'll have to correct every teacher and say, no, I don't go by James, I go by Rolando. Rolando. Huh? <laughs> Smooth. Just making your kid's life a joke. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> now, come on, son, what's your real name? <laughs> Chmuricoy. <Chimiroquay. laughs> No. It wasn't a little Jameer Quay today. <laughs> it was on the radio. Whatever. Don't hate it. Right. So uh, Chuck Swirsky, the uh, the, Bulls, oh! the Bulls guy. A Bulls announcer, yeah. is uh, He's he's saying, you know, Lowry will be traded. Rockets go with Lamb and Dragic. Have to believe they'll resign Dragic. Uh, so he's, he's saying Lowry. Swirsky's not a guy. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be breaking these stories. Yeah, the answer, he's not dude. in that's the know. That's he's just not his in opinion. No. Okay. I like Swirsky, but he's not in the know. We'll see. Uh, I do agree with him, though, that I think Lavery's got to get dealt here. But, yeah, as you move into the draft and move past the draft, you lose value. And Daryl Morey, value guy. Do you know the exact uh, things But the trade between the Clippers, Mavs, and Jazz? The exact uh, thing? What? From what I understand, it is the Mavericks sending the Clippers, Lamar Odom, the Utah Jazz using their trade exception from the Mehmet Okor trade. Mm-hmm to absorb the contract of Mo Williams. Okay. And then the Mavericks get probably some foreign guy we're never going to see or a second-round pick, and they clear the cap space that Lamar Odom would hold. So it looks like the deal is agreed to, but they're just waiting on Mo Williams to opt in. He has to opt in. I think he's $8.5 million player option. I think if I'm Mo Williams, I'm not happy. No. You're not going to get $8.5 million. It would be a complete bargain for him to opt out. And try to test the free agency market. He's going to be playing behind Devin Harris or maybe in front of Devin Harris. Yeah, in front of Devin Harris. They don't like Devin Harris. Yeah, but Mo Williams. I mean, he's better than Devin Harris. I know. And, I, you know, I think it's a great deal for the Clippers. Oh, but absolutely. it's not. Even if Odom can't figure it out again, I just getting rid of Mo Williams and that log jam, oh, because Billups is going to come back to the Clippers, I believe. And it'll be interesting to see what happens here. Uh, Uh, Upcoming more rumors, the Raptors might amnesty Jose Calderon if they're impending on going after Steve Nash. Well, and that would make sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Air Canada, I really do think he wants to go to the Great White North. He just got named as the director of the Canadian Olympic team. Yep. He's running that whole system now. Doesn't it make sense for him to go back to Canada? Just recruit I mean, and... He'll be Elvis up yeah. there. He will absolutely be Elvis. Who, who better to be your NBA ambassador than Steve Nash in Canada? All right, Brennan. Uh, we're at pick thirteen. Oh, Buke. Buke doesn't Uh-oh. get on the TV unless something's going on. Bro. Trade action, probably. Uh, pick thirteen, which means. Oh, you cracking something? Time for Frostberry number two. Oh, wow, you're at number two. Yeah, well. You were deep, sign. Well, what happens, Brennan, is I get all worked up, and then I'm constantly <laughs> sipping things. And especially with this draft, you know, it's a head scratcher. I brought a draft. water.
0: It yeah, I've got a, my jug back there, yeah. too.
1: So um, We're getting frosted. <laughs> it's interesting if you're looking at this purely for the fact that the Rockets are. were obviously going to make a trade later. So maybe are they doing something here with the Suns or what's going on? I think the, the right I think the Suns are taking this pick. I would be surprised if it wasn't Kendall Marshall. Let's see. I would be upset if it's not Kendall Marshall. Maybe they pick somebody else. Nah, it's be. Kendall Marshall. All right. Good pick. Beautiful. You know, I, I love it from the Suns' perspective. I love what they're doing here. Kendall Marshall is a guy who I really do feel like is going to be a solid NBA starting point guard for 10 years. He's the best passing prospect we've had in two years at least. I, I really I really have a, a bro crush on this guy. He threw up 9.8 assists per game. He was on pace to absolutely shatter the NCAA assist record. Yeah. Kill it. Yeah. David Lock it. David Locke's not happy about this pick. Of course he's not. Kill a phoenix. That does not fit the style of play at all. Well
0: says right he, now says he. <laughs> right now. Says he.
1: Oh man, and the all oh, the bucks. Zeller. No. What? The human. Oh god. John Henson. Really? It's looking like John Henson. I don't like it at all. Tyler Zeller becomes a steal at this point. For anybody, yeah. But it's looking a lot like uh, old Johnny Henson. Could we have three Tar Heels in a row here? Because the Sixers have a log jam as far as uh, twos go, don't they? The Sixers? Yes. I mean, because they're going to want to re-sign Lou Williams. They got Lou Williams, who's, you know, he played the one, but he scored like a two for him. Uh, Jody Meeks, Evan Turner. Oh, but Jody don't play no more. They play Jody. Ah, Jody don't play They no play more. Jody. All right, let's go through it here. Lewis, Lou Williams has declined his option, but they're still on the hook for Evan Turner for another $12 million over three years. Drew Holiday's still going to be there. Uh, You know, maybe they don't have as much of a logjam at the two as Not I too thought. Bad. Okay, so maybe the two position is in play here. Does a guy like Terrence Jones make sense for the Philadelphia 76ers? He's a bigger guy. I don't think so. But couldn't you I think put be- him next to Evan Turner? I think he becomes redundant with the Dais Young there. Mm. That's my issue. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it'd make more sense if they traded Iggy. Yeah, and I, I got to think Iggy's on the block. Iggy has been on the block yeah, for, a for a long time, time. it seems yeah. like, just that nobody's really willing to take Iggy. You know, if I was playing for the 76ers, I would want to get out of town. Like, my hair was on fire because <laughs> Doug Collins is taking that organization over, just gripping it. He wants all Life the power. Gripping. Danny Ferry, probably the best GM candidate in the league right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you can say that the the hierarchy of former Spurs and now Thunder assistant general managers that seem to fly everywhere. But Danny Ferry was going to take the 76ers job yeah, as the GM, and he realized that Doug Collins wants it all okay <laughs> so he went to atlanta yeah and have you seen atlanta's roster it's broke yes it is that's all that's all you got to know i would want to get out of philadelphia country bad and Brennan, don't let me forget we've got to talk about free agents Mm-hmm. and how much money spencer Hawes is going to get a lot more than he should <laughs> unbelievable uh so it's looking like uh mark j spears of oh, nba yahoo spears knows is in the reporting John Henson going to be selected number 14 to the bucks huh yeah and he was also doing this speculation apparently with the Kevin Martin uh, rockets issue oh, man. It's draft I, you know it's it's the draft whenever they we haven't had a trade yet teams create their own little log jam uh i don't know boy great value for the suns no, oh, the absolutely. sixth best player in the draft at the 13th spot. On the, on the Featherman big board. Hey, the Featherman big board has been pretty spot on. The up. Bobo big board. Aside from Myles <laughs> Leonard, who, honestly, though, Myles Leonard sat there and I said, he's the 20th best player in this draft. I'm not putting him anywhere higher. I can't do it. Yeah. But he's the lowest rated player to go off the Featherman big board at this point. <laughs> uh, I mean, still on the big board, we got... Uh... Terrence Jones being the best player available right now, uh, coupled with, let's see here, Zeller, Perry, PJ3, Jared Sullinger's corpse, uh, Royce White, Quincy Miller. And Mo. And Mo Harkless, I guess. Now, a name you just touched on. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know what you're going to do here, because I, I did some finagling to get that to pop up the first time. <laughs> I tapped into my my hacker roots. Oh, yeah? Yeah, something like that. Okay. You might have to pull the laptop down and actually get physical with this deal, Brennan. Come on now, station manager. Oh, I'll fill. Don't worry. He's looking at me. He's looking at me with a finger. Phil, Phil, Phil. No, I'll fill because I'm going to talk about Quincy Miller. (laughs) Number 17 ranked player on the big board. I would love nothing more for him to fall to 29 in the Chicago Bulls. It's not going to happen, though. It's a guy who was one of the most highly ranked High school players coming out of the nation. He went to Baylor, which was a mistake because it was so repetitive being in that lineup with Perry Jones the third and so many scoring options and that little point guard they had. I can't remember his name at this point. Quincy Miller was coming off that knee problem. He didn't get as much burn and as much success as we thought he was going to. But at, at this point in the draft, at 17, 18, 19 spot, Quincy Miller is going to be a guy who can absolutely come in and play for you. Uh, on the same token, Royce White who might be the best ball-handling big man in the draft. Uh, he's sitting at 16. You know, there's been a lot of conversation about the fact that he's got all sorts of mental issues. Brendan, can you say mental issues here? Oh, absolutely. What is it? He just he freaks out, right? A mental midget. What's it called, though? Anxiety. Oh, he's got an anxiety disorder, right. He, he has problems flying. Uh, from what I understand, he's a great kid, but he's like three-quarters crazy. So... <laughs> But it, it looks like it's gotten better. I think he's going to be a bargain late. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of browsing. We're we're at the point now with point guards. Your acts the what? Your computer acts the internet. That's the internet. Well, that's your fault, your, station your, manager. Your fault. Well, we're at the point with point guards now where we've fallen off the cliff. With yes. Kendall Marshall going at this point, you're now looking at Marquise Teague as the best point guard left on the board, and then the four-year starter from Kansas, Tyshawn Taylor. You drop that laptop, and me and you, we're good. We're going to have words. We can, oh, we're we good. My Bretta, we're good. All right. So, John Hanson's off the board. Did he go during that uh, short interruption? Yep. Okay. We're on the 76ers. Brendan, I don't know where they're going here. I think Mo Harkless. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I've eh. got to refresh the Twitter feed real quick. Mo Harkless, I feel like I've seen him in the NBA draft. 12 to 13 times before. And I don't know how many times it's worked out. Well, Brennan's up doing a victory lap. Walk He's walking off. Apparently Mo Harkless is going to go to the Philadelphia 76ers. The 21th ranked player on the Featherman Big Board is going to head to the Philadelphia 76ers at the 15th spot. What? It's getting hot in here. It is getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here with all those heat I'm throwing off. With Mo Harkless getting picked up by the Sixers. It's St. John's freshman, 19 years old, I think he measured in right about six foot eight. Uh kind of a, a combo tweener guy. I'm under I am supremely underwhelmed. Supremely underwhelmed. Okay. I'm no heartless. I uh I find it hard to believe a guy can go this early and be on such an underwhelming team. Uh the Johnnies were supremely underwhelming. Yeah. Just I, I felt like every time I watched him I saw a new team. And I, he has all the makings of a real player. Really? Yeah. I'm just not. Only 19 years old. Role player. You know. Okay. I don't see him being much more than that, to be honest with you. Uh, just... <sighs> <laughs> I mean, okay, so they took Vucevic last year, the three-point shooting big man. Yeah, from USC. From USC. Not a fan. Not a fan. I don't think anybody else really is. Not a fan. He's 6'11 and shoots threes. Cool. Cool story, bro. So <laughs> Mo Harkless, it's. I think it's a mistake, brother. I think so too. I would have gone Zeller. Maybe I'm gone. higher on Zeller than everyone else, but I think it's at the point now where the Seventy Sixers actually need to have a big man. They haven't yeah. had one for a long time. Well, they need a big man that's not Spencer Hawes. Or name the last center Elton Brand. For I mean Elton Brand is is tiny. Oh, he's six seven. He little. A yeah. little. A little. He's, he's a small dude. He's a little guy. Yeah. And uh, they had Maurice Spates for a while, but Elton Brand chased him off. I don't want to point fingers here, but the last time the 76ers were successful,
0: Todd McCullough
1: was the starting center. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay, the Big Country. Oh, Todd McCullough. Or the Big Continent. My bad. <laughs> his nickname. Um, I mean, Al- Iverson was on that team, obviously. Great. No, man, you're you're crashing it. Everything was fine, and then we'll close the other windows, Bretta. You know, come on, let's get it going. You're throwing a monkey wrench in the whole show. <laughs> it's your computer. I don't know where we're at on 15 now. Oh, you know? it'll, it'll pop up on Twitter. People, are, we're, people we're are like two picks ahead on Twitter. We're okay. You're listening to the West Coast Bias West Coast Bias Sports Show. The first ever <laughs> NBA draft on oh. KDWG 90.9 Dylan FM. We are, of course, the only sports show. That is true. That started with a biscuit, but now we got a loaf. Yeah, that's somewhere. Started with a biscuit. Now we got a loaf. Got it. Nailed it. Oh, You got it. You beat us to it. I mean, we could just, uh, you know. Hit it. Started with a biscuit, now I got a loaf. Like it's it. It's been like an hour and a half. And we just hit that.
0: Ugh. Time. We haven't
1: had any, you know, like crazy trades or anything. So well, the, the draft has been crazy enough. Yeah, I don't even know what's going on. It's crazy. It's loaded. It's crazy. Craziness. It's crazy town, Jordan. It's butterfly. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're at that part of the section. Yeah, with the, we're in that part of the section of the show right now. Oh, Fournier's yes. still on the board, by the way. Uh, Evan Fournier, your boy. Mm-hmm. Your, your boy. Stash project, you know, I think he's going to be over there for another year. Team who's in some serious salary cap problems. Could Fournier be in play for the Dallas Mavericks? Because they could eat that salary. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. You stash him over there. Have a little more money to spend on that Darren Williams thing. And it makes sense. Well, and that's, that's where we're at, is the Mavericks. Apparently Darren Williams. I can't believe this is the first time we've touched on this topic. But Darren Williams has his list down to the Nets and the Mavericks, which, mind-boggling, coming from me. I don't know why you go to the Nets playing play Brooklyn. Why Brooklyn. do you go to the Nets? I guess just because it's Brooklyn. Brooklyn's in the house. I guess, whatever. I, I really don't see it. I don't either. Um, I think why not go play to go play with Dirk. The Rockets can't take Terrence Jones, right? I mean, we're talking about the Houston Rockets. That doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense to me. At well, all. It hasn't for a while. Um, and it's it's what we were talking about earlier with Kevin McHale's head exploding. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. They have so much young talent. You have the roster over there somewhere, don't you? I do. It just. The team is just rich, overly rich with young talent. Just unnecessary. So, right now, they're going to trot out Camby at the five, Scola at the four, Patrick Patterson is the backup four, Marcus Morris is the backup four, Chandler Parsons at the three. Kevin Martin at the 2, Courtney Lee, if they can re-sign him at the 2, and then go get the 1. Right. The only gap they have there is a backup 1 and a backup center. And I don't think they can get either of those at 16 or 18. No. Unbelievable. And right now, I've just got nothing right now as far as trades go. And everyone thought like this absolutely was just a slow drum roll to a Rockets trade.
0: And well, nothing.
1: Yeah, I had a weird feeling in my gut last night that we were going to have something happen with Dwight Howard. Right. But then this morning the news came out that ownership has put their foot down and said you will not trade Dwight Howard. No! (laughs) You will not. We need him. Stay here, please, Dwight. We'll buy you some new shoes. Did Harkless go? Is that confirmed? That's confirmed. That's gone. It's happened. Done and done right there. So, uh, Mo Harkless to the 76ers. I guess just, just in case Lou Williams leaves and doesn't come back. You got Mo there. Yeah, but he's, I mean, six foot eight, you know. He can play two or three positions for you. Yeah. Hey, what K G KC Johnson tweet? Uh, work remains on Tom Thibodeau's contract extension tax. Oh, no. I've heard rumblings that Thibodeau is not too happy with. The higher-ups. Rockets really taking their time right now, by the way. Well, that's because they're working the phones like it's nobody's business. <laughs> Who wants this Who wants this pick? You want this pick? You want this pick? You give me a first-rounder next year and a second-rounder, maybe? huh? <laughs> Daryl Moore is looking to acquire some assets. I uh, guarantee it. Veteran talent would be nice, I'm sure. Much accepted. Dale Demps. Dale Demps is a happy man. Well, uh, we got two small shooting guards and Anthony Davis would you like you like that? We're set. You like that? <laughs> yes yeah, to sell tickets. I don't know how it's gonna work. What are they gonna do with point guard? Is Jared Jack gonna be the point guard in New Orleans? Breaking news that Grievous Vasquez just, just took a dump. Yeah. <laughs> right on his couch. Oh god. Grievous Vasquez is moving right up my fantasy big board right now. <laughs> Grievous Vasquez has uh like three inches on every other guard on the team right now. And he's a point guard. Oh, (laughs) man.
0: I don't
1: know. I don't know. know. So, Tyler Zeller, Perry Jones, Terrence Jones, Royce White, Marquis Tigg, Jaron Sellinger, Tony Roden, all on the board. What? What do you do if you're the Rockets? You can't get more young talent on the Rockets. You have too much already. You have Patrick Patterson already. The problem is, like Brendan, we just talked about, they only really need a backup point guard and a backup center. If you take another wing guy here, I don't know what Kevin McHale does. Does he go to a four-guard lineup with Cambi in the middle? Because that's what you're gonna force him into doing here. I think Zeller here. I would assume Zeller. It's too early to reach for the second tier of point guards. Uh, Marquise Teague can't go there. Being the next one. No, you gotta go that way. Zeller makes sense. Yeah. Um, you won't have to teach Zeller a whole lot, which is nice. So, and he fits with the Kevin McHale school. <laughs> <laughs> Would it blow up? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it blowed up? Uh, not Zeller. Wojo Joe reporting that Houston will take Royce White. Oh, well, that makes sense. I mean,
0: he's more—he's the, of a, he's the more Jordan than... Big
1: Board here. He's, I nailed that one. He's a six-eight power forward. What number oh, is he on the Big day. Board? He's Sixteen. And what pick? Sixteen. Thank you. Yeah. The Featherman Big Board is holding up right now. Other than the Terrence Ross thing. I'm not high on Terrence Ross. The Jeremy Lamb thing. I'm not high on Jeremy Lamb either. I'm <laughs> fine with both sense. of those. Right there with you me. know, you bring up 18, 19, 20, or 21, Lamb, Ross, Leonard, and Harkless. Yeah. And if they're all-stars in a couple years, play it back for me, okay? Play it back for me.
0: I just don't, I don't see it even, happening.
1: I wouldn't even want to because Harkless is not going to be an all-star. Going on record there? Not happening. Going on record. Not happening. Do we have confirmation on Royce White? Uh, Well, it's Wojo. So Oh so yeah. Yeah. Houston not doing too shabby here. I mean for the dumb people. I like the Royce White pick. They get Jeremy Lamb, which is good value there at the twelfth spot, I would assume, since Jeremy Lamb was supposed to be. What is Royce White gonna do for your team right now though? He's he can do it all, bro. Where is he on your rotation? He's the backup three to Chandler Parsons. He's a three. I think he's a three he's a, in the NBA. He is a oh, he's huge. Big three. Oh, he's huge. He's two hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah, he's huge. That's a big three. But he can handle the cookie. He does everything on a basketball court well, and I think uh, John Thompson the Third from Georgetown actually said today that he led the Iowa State Cyclones in every statistical category. It's yeah, pretty incredible. So I mean, thirteen points a game, fifty three percent field goal, nine rebounds, five assists kinda of did a lot of everything. I'm gonna throw this out here and let's let's just see if it sticks. I think the Celtics might be up to something here. Uh they liked Royce White. Yeah. I think a package of twenty one and twenty two with some future considerations gets it done for Royce White. I think so. I, I could see him Hey uh, get another pick. Kevin McHale's head gets slowly closer to blowing up. Something might be in the works here. I'd keep an eye on this Royce White situation. Because it doesn't make any sense for that team. I'm sorry, I don't like it. They just traded away Chase Budinger to uh, the T-Wolves. Great, great deal for the T-Wolves. By great way. deal for the T-Wolves so they could get more space there for their forwards and power forwards. Like, Patrick Patterson didn't get nearly enough playing time for oh. how much potential he has. So, right now, the Royce Wright pick just doesn't make a lot of sense. He's one of those guys, like you said before, uh, the concerns of the pre-draft camp stuff, that his anxiety where it was just too big of an issue for him. But apparently it's not that big of a deal. It's been overblown completely. Well, with 82 games in an NBA season, I think it'd be hard to get really, really anxious about them all. Yeah. You know? Difficult. <laughs> you're playing back-to-backs and whatnot. I... You're so tired, you just go back in your <laughs> hotel room and go to sleep. I don't think you have a lot of time to freak yeah. out. Unless you're Michael Jordan. Yeah, but that's Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Good go. job by Mike, though, taking MGK, though. I like Kid Gilchrist. really dyslexia at that one. Oh, MKG. <laughs> yeah. My bad. It's not good. Well, it was Michael Gilchrist for yeah, he's MG. two years. He's MG, and he's you know, like, oh, I need Kid. It's that brand thing. Tyler Zeller, still on the board. So Dallas leaning right now towards St. Bonaventure's Andrew Nicholson at 17. Really? Don't like that either. I don't like that. I think there's better people available. Terrence Jones, still available, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and and he's going to be a good pro, I think, in my I opinion. I don't know why Nicholson, but he reminds me of Justin Harper last year yeah. from Richmond, who shot up the draft boards. And the Magic took him. Got drafted by the Magic and did nothing to help them. No. The mean, whole year. Did he even play this year? Oh, he played. He played a little really? bit. But, he, I mean, he did nothing. And Andrew Nicholson reminds me of him. Just, you know, a, a bigger guy who can stretch the floor – Knock it down. I think Dallas is making a huge mistake if they don't go Quincy Miller here. Quincy Miller, I think that's a great pick for them purely because looking at the the two spot for him right now, looking old, looking shaggy. Yeah, long in the tooth. Very long in the tooth. I mean, uh, you know, if they re-sign Delante, I guess. Well, and Jason Terry. Jason Terry, very long. In the, he plays a lot more one at times for him. Uh, so, that's about it, though. Yeah, that's about it. Klayan Azabuki. He's gone. They're telling him right now it's unfortunately. But uh, yeah, so players available still right now: uh, Quincy Miller, Solinger, Terrence Jones, Roten, Teague, Draymond Green. Ooh, his name's gonna start popping up when the Celtics come up. I have a feeling. I'm shocked. Someone compared him to Shane Battier today. That's awful. I don't. That's awful. I don't awful. see that in the slightest. Sources say the Dallas Mavericks might be trading this pick. Destination this to be determined. Alright, well let's That's per that's per standing mode. Alright, so. let's throw some crap up on the board and see what sticks. Alright, Mavs, trading this pick. Who? Boston. Well, if Boston didn't make the reach there at sixteen. This is the problem with the NBA draft, is that it takes so long for trades to get announced that you never <laughs> Keep you, going. you never know what's really going on. That we got the hat switch. Yeah. You know, for a long time I thought that Kevin Love was going to be a grizzly. The Mavs will trade the pick to the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> Terrence Jones? Terrence Jones. I think that makes sense. I like it. Please pick Terrence Jones here the Cavs. I will love your team. So, let's see. The Cavs probably traded oh, I'll guarantee that the Dallas Mavericks are going to get the 33rd and 34th pick in that the makes second round. Okay. The cap holds are much smaller there. Mark Cuban is flexing his muscle here on his salary cap, Acumen. Mm -hmm. Tried to lower that number. Cleveland has a plethora of second-round picks, just 33rd and 34th. I can see the deal coming here. Makes a lot of sense. And then is it Terrence Jones? It it has to be. He makes a lot of sense for that team. And I think now you look at Cleveland uh, not picking Harrison Barnes and you're getting Terrence Jones – Alongside your current roster, and let's see here, Zeller. They picked Tyler Zeller. I think it's a good fit. So they're picked. Okay. I think it's a good fit. I think he's a guy who can play alongside Tristan Thompson later. Um, he can learn from Anderson Vergeau here for a little bit. Yeah. If it, if it's true that this is traded to Cleveland. That's true. Yeah. That that's yet to be officially reported so um, number 12 on the big board tyler zeller going number 17 here man i just i don't think that's the move there though location to be determined yeah i still don't think that's the move size is at a premium brennan and <sighs> probably the second the the best center next year in the draft as far as being nba ready is tyler zeller that's true so Maybe Cleveland's gonna try to make the push to the uh, the playoffs here. You know, maybe they're young enough. I I wonder how Tyler Zeller's gonna mesh with Byron Scott. So trading Tyler Zeller here clears uh, one point three million dollars of cap space for yeah. the Dallas Mavericks. Let's look at the cap situation. Clearly, here. Direct, a Darren Williams move here. Well, they're at fifty four and a half million dollars, and that's with. They're gonna renounce Lamar Odom on. The roster, and maybe part of trading the 17th pick is Sean Marion is leaving town. I think so. And if that happens, then the Mavericks have done it. (laughs) They've done it. They're going to have enough space. You really hope so. And uh, I like Zeller for the Cavs, just another guy that you're not going to have to train. You're not going to have to worry about a whole lot. Uh, Cody Zeller is going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah, Luke Zeller wasn't. No. Uh, In the coming years, Cody was a freshman. Look at that. Look at those people. Just Cody's the best-looking one of the bunch. Just saying. Tyler got them big ears and that that schnoz. I think Luke, he's got that beard thing going on. That's pretty rough, too. A guy can comment on another guy... As far as being in a group saying, you know, that's the best looking one of the bunch. That's legal. That's allowed. Don't give me that look. Really? Yeah. Really? That's fine. Really? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure it is. I'm comfortable with my Mavs. So the Mavs get the 24th, the 33rd, and the 34th. Wow. Good work, Cuban. The 24th. Yep. For Tyler Zeller. Man. Boy, they paid a premium for that. That is a, that's a lot. They got the 24th, the 33rd, and the 34th? Yeah. So that essentially ends Cleveland's night mm-hmm. here in the draft. I don't like that. Uh, that's a lot of... That's a lot of picks for Tyler Taylor. Well, and that's a lot of picks for the Dallas Mavericks. We could have something else in the works here. Very possible. So that's uh, that's four North Carolina players only two Kentucky players. Huh. Well, it's going to change. It will change eventually. It's going to change here. I'm really surprised, and if you're anybody in the early twenties, you're looking at uh, Terrence Jones. Yeah, and your favorite team's back up on here, Brennan. Houston Rockets. Terrence Jones. Don't pick him. Don't ruin his career, please. Or trade him if you do to anybody that could use him. I think he's gonna be a good NBA player. Uh, smell that. Fab Mello is coming down the pipe here at some point. All the centers are off the board. So, upcoming picks, we have Houston coming up next right now, uh, Orlando, Denver, and then back-to-back Boston picks. Oh, boy. Uh, Well, Boston would love to get their hands on Terrence Jones, uh, 21 or 22. Can you imagine that, him sliding to those guys? And he might. Yeah, and it it really makes me nervous that Terrence Jones could be playing with Kevin Garnett next year. Now, Jordan – I just had an idea if you're Orlando. Perry Jones and Dwight Howard? Ugh. Who says no? <laughs> I just Who says no? I'm so torn on PJ three. He That's a lot of size in the paint. He's again. got I don't I don't think Perry Jones is a paint player. I'm just saying. If you gotta go out there and guard Perry Jones and Dwight. Yeah, but then you got Glenn Davis. Yeah, Coming off the you bench. Know? And the magic, I think, would love to take a point guard, but it's again, happening. it's too early for Marquise Steag. Too early Teague. for a point guard. So, uh, oh boy. So that that a uh, that Mo Williams trade is going to happen okay. on Friday. Okay. So. So yeah, he opted in. Opted in. It's going to happen. It's a thing. So, man. so Dallas clears another 8.5 million off the cap. Yep. And they're gonna. That, I'm guessing that just means they're gonna renounce Azubuike, Wright, and Carter. Yeah, and and Jet. Yeah. They're gonna have to renounce their cap hold on Jason Terry to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, That's right a, now that is a gamble. Somewhere in Russia, Mikhail Prokhorov, sweating. Oh, uh, uh, is he? Mark Cuban's running circles around him right now. You know, Every like... move Cubans had to make, aside from getting rid of Sean Marion's contract, he's done. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them trade out of the 24 spot, too. I think so. That's probably another move. Maybe packaging Marion with that. a couple seconds. Yeah. Hey, why not? Why not... Hey, more cap space! Why not let it fly? Splash. So, uh, it's... Really, (laughs) this is such a weird draft. Yeah, it's been rough. As compared to last year, where you're kind of like, one through eight, we are like, okay, I got that right. But uh, this year, it's very confusing. My boy, Terrence Jones, falling way too far. Yeah, sliding hard. Uh, Brendan, we're probably approaching Jared Sullinger range. I think so. Another guy that I think the Celtics would love to get their hands on. I think so. Well, he's big baby, 2.0. All right, so imagine this back-to-back pick pair. For the Celtics. Terrence Jones. Celtic. Yeah, I like it. Um, you there, know, are, there are a lot of really good options right now for the Celtics. Uh, and the Houston Rockets looks like they're going to take Terrence Jones. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Boy, duplication at its finest right there. Um, Unless you're trading them. Uh, well, let's, you know. Let's trade them, trade them, please. Jeremy Lamb, Royce White, and Terrence Jones. Stupid. Two, three, four. Daryl Murray, I thought you were smart, bro. Hey, come on. Make a trade. Make he's a doing trade. advanced statistics right now, trying to figure out the best way to make this you work. You can't. You can't have And little... there it is. Good to see Terrence Jones, the number ten ranked player on the Featherman big board. He's finally coming off here. So talented and very underrated and was you know, he was overshadowed on his Kentucky squad. He he took a lesser role this year to let the rest of the team really work out. Yeah, absolutely. And he's a guy that could have been a primary scorer on another team. Well, in his freshman year, he was an absolute stud. And I thought him coming back really kind of showcased he is a team player. Yeah. And he's got a great motor. And that's one thing that people forget about that Kentucky team. They played awfully hard. Yes, absolutely. And I think that the three guys that have gone thus far are going to be stars in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Jones might be the biggest reach. I think Kid Gilchrist is going to be a star. I think so, too. And I think Terrence Jones on another team. Has a lot of potential. There's the p word again. Man, the Rockets are just—they're like the it. black hole for potential. Okay, now look at the Rockets with their forwards. Uh, if you have their roster, do you have your? If somewhere? You have the roster, somewhere oh, of course I do. I've pulled it out nine times now. I'm about sick of the Houston Rockets. Can I see? I just want to look at it. You know, just examine it a little bit here. There you go. So the Rockets right now with forwards, you have Scola, Parsons, your starter. Uh, Patrick Patterson, your starter in waiting, you would think. Chandler Parsons, Royce White, and now Terrence Jones. It's five. That's too many. Well, yeah, it's that. too and many then, to play solid minutes. And also, you have the guard situation with Courtney Lee, Kevin Martin, and uh, Jeremy Lamb. It's probably time, Brennan, to announce that. The West Coast Bias Sports Show is going to Las Vegas for the NBA Summer League. Yes, indeed. And the Houston Rockets have now been circled as a team that's a must-see. Oh, wait. And now Monte is coming over. Oh, yeah. We almost forgot about Monteguiz. So... Oh, boy. And that's a guy that I think could be a starter in the NBA after a couple of years. Well, and it's another guy that would have gone, you know, 10-11 this draft. Yeah, oh, absolutely. He would have been a high pick. And he would have been a higher pick before. Uh, so, you're looking at it right now, and it's the Magic pick. Man, I just... I don't know what the Rockets are doing. I'm really confused. It it doesn't make any sense, and it's bad picking. I think it's probably going to work out before the end of the night. (sighs) You hope so. You hope it's one of those second-round, you know, trades with first-round picks. So, uh... And Henry Abbott just pointed out something very obvious. Teams are really taking Jared Saunders' back problems pretty seriously. Well, he's falling looking, like a rock. Looking at all the forwards that have been taken so far, I mean you got Gilchrist, Robinson, Barnes, uh Terrence Ross, Terrence Jones, um well, who else we got here? Harkless. Mo Harkless. Mo Harkless, I mean, that was a crazy pick by them. John Henson, Royce White. Sullinger is probably, he'll play next year. Yeah. He's probably the best offensive center in, or offensive power forward in the draft. He can actually step out and shoot it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Some team towards the end of the lottery is going to get lucky with Sullinger. And he's probably not going to play for eight years, nine years. Right. But the back's going to do him in. We got three sources saying Andrew Nicholson to Orlando. Wow. Bad pick. You know, and that's the team that took Justin Harper, who is about as close as I can. Dude, come just on that. go for like some maybe potential here. Don't you go for a potential player? Well, you're starting Jameer Nelson and Jason Richardson. One, two. Yeah, and you got I'm not getting lot, any younger. You got a lot of money locked up in J. Rich. Oh, boy. Uh, and a Jay Rich who looked old. Oh, we were talking about this the other day. Every time I watched him play, it looked like he was reaching for his hamstring. It was painful. So, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Andrew Nicholson here either because he's not going to be... I mean, he's a 22-year-old senior power forward center. He can shoot it a bit. He can shoot it a bit, but I mean... This could be Orlando saying that they're not going to be able to retain Ryan Anderson. Yeah. He's, he's 6'9". <clears throat> uh, but... I mean, it's not like you're gonna build a future on Andrew Nicholson. I think of no. uh, players available. I I'd, I might just be a little too drunk on Perry Jones here. Um, he's the highest remaining player on the Featherman Big Board right now. But right? I mean, it's wow. it's just a dumb pick. I don't like it at all. And uh, Perry Jones is only 20 years old, and he's six foot eleven, and he's has a ton of tools. Sliding hard. And he's sliding very hard. He doesn't have the stiff walk problem. He doesn't have to stick up the butt issue. Yeah, the Martin Williams. He doesn't have he doesn't have weight issues. No. If anything is a little well, too skinny. Well yeah, he's probably got weight issues on the south end. Yeah, but that's a good part of it. Yeah. It's rather than being uh what's his face from Renardo Sidney. Renardo Sidney yeah. is three hundred and four pounds. How'd I know you were going there? Yeah, Well, when we watched Nicholson at the draft and he you know, he ran the three quarter sprint. It was a little tough to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Nicholson was apparently uh, going to be picked by OKC at 28. Makes sense. They were really looking forward and hoping he'd slide, but that's not happening now. So doesn't mean OKC trades their pick when it comes up. I've heard a lot about them just trading out. Salary cap issues for the Thunder. Yeah, very uh, much so. The Thunder have Harden and Ibaka coming up for extensions. Mm-hmm. I thought there would be more talk. About Harden being possibly dealt uh, for a pick in the top Early five, pick, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Tunder are gonna have serious salary cap problems. Uh, the thing is, at twenty eight, the cap holds. Oh, I'm sure it's you're not, only gonna make. They're making eight hundred sixty three thousand dollars. Not a whole lot. So it really doesn't make sense to trade the pick. Uh, it would have two years ago, but with the new CBA, it really doesn't make sense now. So, uh, very interesting that uh, you mentioned Justin Harper. Uh, Kevin Pelton just said, for the Magic, Andrew Nicholson is a sort of rich man's Justin Harper. Really? <laughs> makes It makes no sense to me. Uh, especially with a team like Orlando where the point guard play has been abysmal. Uh, Jim Muir Nelson can only give you 28 minutes, 30 minutes, and he's another guy who's starting to look pretty old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, now you're looking at the Denver Nuggets. Which, who are very rich with young talent. Yeah, you know, is this where is this where the first form player in the draft goes, Jordan? Um, I don't think so. If it's me, you look at the Nuggets. They've. Rondre Ru- Miller's Ru- coming Ru- off Rudy the Fernandez cap. is going to go. Yeah, Rudy's going to leave, but they've got Ty Lawson, Farid, Jordan Hamilton still on his rookie deal. Uh, Mozgov, Gallinari, Chris Anderson, Wilson Chandler, Allen. They could use a two. I don't think. I think it's too early for Fournier, right? Did I say that right? Fournier. That's what I said. All right. On sec Twitter's not refreshing. Uh, Perry Jones could be the pick here, Brennan. PJ three. I don't like it. And ooh, uh, looking like Evan Fournier. Really, the Fournier is going. Looking like Devin or Evan Fournier, at number twenty. Do they call him over right away? No. Or do you think they just stash him? You stash him. Uh, six foot seven wing. He's. Got enough athleticism to be in the league. He's a guy who can shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, people like to compare him to Kevin Martin. Yeah. Worst case, uh, according to Draft Express, would be Brandon Rush. Uh, people talk about him like he's a great three point shooter. He really only shot about 28% from deep okay. last year. It's looked like right now. Uh... Yeah, the, the Nuggets already have too many bodies, and they're going to probably stash 48 for about a year. Makes sense. They've got their, JaVal like, McGee coming up. Until their the lineup shakes too. out. So, so, see what kind of money JaVal wants, Mr. IQ himself. This, Brennan, affects the 25th pick with the Memphis Grizzlies. Because yes, I've knows. been on the record saying Memphis cannot take a player here. Yeah. The salary cap thing, uh, they need to go somewhere foreign. And the foreign players this year, are it's not a good crop. Uh, there's a couple – uh, Tomas is here, uh, Torn, <laughs> Torn Pike is going to go at some point. Uh, I, I'll give you the scouting report on Torn Pike later, but he's someone that I can't get out of my head. Tornike, my bad. Tornike, Shingle. You love that guy. I don't. He just pops up everywhere. <laughs> uh, real quick with Tornike, Ben. Uh yeah, please. According to, please just, give me some Tornike. According egg. to Draft Express, his best comparison is Andres Nocioni. <clears throat> Cool. which I would think would be an early Andres Nociani. And the it's worst early. is Sheldon Williams, which I'm not sure you could have two more different players. I'm not sure I don't how that know how works. works. Yeah. So is Fournier going here? Evan Fournier, first right. foreign player. And honestly, uh, this well, is... At the draft. He's at the draft. Classic foreign move to be in the stands. Well, I mean, if you're the best foreign player, you got to go, right? Yeah, I think so. And. Very weird because it seems like uh, you have all of these guys from four, from overseas over the past like five years that have been, there's at least been one in the top 15 times, And this year the crop is just so depleted because people seem to take them in those second round yeah. flyers that are just, I don't know. There's better value in the second round taking a European or an international player and letting him progress and get better for two or three years than taking an American. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's just how it works. You don't have to use a D-League spot. You don't have to pay them. They can sit over there for two or three years. Uh, In the case of Thiago Splitter, you take him at 28 and let him sit over there for four years. Yeah. Coca-Cola was over there for five years before the Spurs finally traded him to the Rockets, relented and traded him to the Rockets. Yeah. Typically, it's the Spurs, and I think you're going to see the Toonder getting into it a little bit more. And everyone else is sort of picking up on that, and, oh, looks like uh, the Celtics camps are reporting if Sullinger is around, and looks like he will be, at 21, they're going to pick Jared Sullinger at 21. I believe it. He's a Doc Rivers kind of guy. Yeah, he's going to work hard, and he's got great IQ. He's a good rebounder. He reminds me a lot of Big Baby. Yeah. I hate to say that, but he's a better Big Baby, and I think you can play him. Garnett. He's a better scorer than Big Baby. Well, And Garnett played awesome with Big Baby. Yes, he did. And Sullinger, I think, would fit great with yeah. Garnett. So much for an Omar Sheik offer. Why? <laughs> so that's per Casey Johnson. With what? The, uh, with the uh, Celtics selecting Jared Sullinger. Yeah, that's true. Good. Good. <laughs> so, uh... I saw Fab Mello coming. You think Fab Mello? Alright, Fournier's going bye-bye. I Yeah. See ya. I don't know where you're throwing. That. I'll pick that up later. There's nothing over I'll there. I'll pick that up later. <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right, where are we at? Low risk, high reward. That's what you got here. Jared Sullinger, 21. Boston has the 22nd pick. Yes. Where do they go here? Do they go? <sighs> do they go, go Sollinger PJ three back to back? I think they go Sullinger PJ three. or They go Sullinger Fab Mello. Maybe I'm a little higher on Fab Melo than everyone pre- else. You're pretty high on Fab They could Mello. go Moultrie too. The Mississippi State big man. You know, I think it's really weird because a lot of people had Moultrie going mid-teens. Yeah. And I didn't see it. I don't. It's sliding a little bit. He's sliding a lot from what some people had him at. Some people had him like 14, 13. I saw the Bucks like looking at him. But the Mississippi State product just, I don't, just doesn't settle with me too well. No, and I don't watch enough SEC basketball yeah. to really commentate on it, but. Honestly, I, I feel I just, like we've seen Moultrie before. I believe so. Yeah. He's, he's got decent size. He's about 6'10. I don't know what his combine height was. But, oh, I do. Uh, That's just a good hint there for you. Uh, it's re- going to be interesting to see who he does fall to. And right now, looking ahead here in the draft, uh, we got the Celtics picking one more. And then Atlanta gets their first pick. And I don't know what Atlanta does. And then you have Dallas. 6'9 uh, half 6'9 half Yikes. Oh, that, come on. That's not that small. That's oh, billed at 6'11". At 23, Brennan, I'm uber excited to see if the Hawks entertain the idea of pairing Jeff Teague with Marquis. Marquis, yeah, I was thinking about that. <laughs> oh, the brother combo back there. Big nose. Is just... I would love that <laughs> because that would mean that Kirk Heinrich is definitely going somewhere else. And, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned on Sunday, Kirk Heinrich watch starts. You know, I'm gonna be updating it. I'm looking to get his cell phone number. I wanna start texting him up, letting him <laughs> know, you know, we get the Jersey retirement ceremony going. I have a feeling within one hour of you having his number, he'll get his number changed. No, no way. Hey Kirk, what do you want? He'd probably come to Vegas and hang out with us hey, in hey the Kirk. summer. Like hey no Kirk. way, dude. Hey he what knows. What you what are you doing there? He knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> I'm his biggest fan, bro. So it's interesting uh it, the pick still has the pick's not in yet uh for Solinger officially so it's i don't know i think it's a good thing for boston if they can acquire some bigs here because clearly that was the issue with kg was tired and kg's kg's old yeah and you can't trot out the steamer and ryan Hollins in a no. playoff game and expect to win and be taken seriously I mean, Brandon Bass is great. Uh, he's looking to come back, supposedly, um, for a little bit cheaper than the $5 million he was going to get. So, team player move there, but Brandon Bass, the best jump-shooting big man in the NBA. Mid-range, anyway. Yeah. Um, efficiency-wise. So, it's it, I, you really hope to see the Celtics take some bigs to shore up that area because that is just a glaring weakness. You saw... You know, you got Rondo there right now. you got Avery Bradley who had a breakout year, defensively speaking. And you hope Avery Bradley recovers quickly from his surgery and can kind of begin to mesh with that team a little bit more. Right, and he will. And uh, between Garnett, you think Garnett comes back or do you think he retires? No, I think Garnett's got another year in him. I I really do. I think as soon as Doc signed that four-year or five-year contract, I think Garnett, as much as he wants to say he's going to retire and whatnot, he still put up great stats and he looked completely revitalized last year mm-hmm. or this year in the playoffs. But I think they have to – they've got to do their due diligence here and they need to pick back-to-back big men. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense here. So, uh, what are they going to do though? Because – Well, I, go, I think they go Sullinger at 21. And then – If you're looking at guards and stuff right now, I mean, you got – or like forwards, maybe Quincy Miller. I'm hoping Quincy keeps sliding – Take you're Yeah. Is that what you were looking for? I like Quincy a lot. I think Quincy Miller of the Bulls would be great for you guys. Oh, to... I'd love it. Maybe Marquis take the bowls. We'd finally have that that big two guard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's big. I'm playing Quincy tired. at the two. Oh, wow. That's a big two guard. Yeah, I'm playing him at the two. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's really interesting. Do uh, you think KG would like take Sollinger at the wing? I think KG would love to play with Sollinger. Yeah. And here we go. Oh, Stendell the point. Le yeah, point the emperor is getting loose with it. I think you know he knows he's coming up on the end here. Is he tossing back a few? Yeah, there, no. I, I just think he knows he's probably got a, you know a couple more drafts in him. Uh, I think Sellinger. Yeah, there's Jared Sellinger. Mm, there it is. Wasn't invited to the draft. No, no. Jordan, big news for you, per Wojo. Oh no. Your boy, Fab Mello, being reported uh, at twenty-two. I don't like it. I said that fifteen minutes ago. I don't like it. Uh, I don't mind it. You know, I think it was uh, its something Boston's got to do. They got to take a big man. They got to take someone the KG might be able to groom a little bit. And they can't trot out Ryan Hollins in the steamer. They no, can't do true. it. Uh, that's true. He could play defense in the NBA right now. He's 22 years old. He's seven feet. He's got good size. You know, and he's hes only been playing basketball and speaking English for like three or four years. Yeah. So he's going to get better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I don't know. Mean- it feels it feels really early, but it feels like you have to take it um, at twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Just looking at you, draft for needs right now. Oh, Perry Jones. And, uh, when are you gonna go? <laughs> I don't know. He's in the green room, isn't he? Yeah, I think. Oh he was. man, he's getting. Did Dallas? They got the twenty fourth. Yeah. Did Dallas make a great move here? Trade back and take the guy they were gonna take all the way up at seventeen, get him at twenty four, and pick up two second round picks. I think so. Ugh. Mark Cuban. Smart move. I'm smarter than you. Sorry. He did lose about 10 million dollars on Facebook, though. No, na- so. and na- 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 boo boo. Stick your head in doo doo. Boy, there's still some talent <laughs> hanging out here, Brennan. There's a lot of talent. This. Is, I mean, uh, it seemed like a month ago kind of being a class up empty on this trap. There's oh, not a lot of talent this this trap you look at it. But now you're looking at what some of the earlier teams have done. And all these later teams kind of look like they're lucking into players, yeah. like Perry Jones. Perry Jones, uh, someone's gonna get Quincy Miller. Someone's gonna get Quincy Miller. That's a good pickup. He's a, another injury guy, but um, I don't know. <laughs> it, it looks like it could be. Uh, I get is Tony Roten the best? Uh, point guard. Yeah. I think it goes Marquise Teague, Tyshawn Taylor, then Tony Ward. Okay. And I, I've gotten a little hotter on Tyshawn Taylor since it was announced that the Bulls promised him at 29. Yeah. I had to talk myself into it. Oh, come on, Tyshawn. I don't like having bad drafts where my beloved Bulls take some guy, <clears throat> James, <laughs> jumping, jumping Jimmy Jones, James Johnson. That was a rough night for me. And I typically try to talk myself into the picks. Well, I was seasoned the whole night. That saying that you guys were going to pick up uh, old B.J. Mullins, I think. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one too. You your hair out. Yeah, it was a rough one. <laughs> we ended up taking James Johnson and then Taj Gibson. B.J. Mullins doesn't look too bad for you guys right now, does he? Ah, I don't think he'd fit. <laughs> you know? I don't think he'd fit. He's like a six 6'11", 2-guard, essentially. Yeah, Can't play any defense. Yeah, he is. got a cross match every time. It's rough. <laughs> uh, do we have confirmation on Fab Mello, 22? Uh, we got Wojo, Real GM. Uh... Woj? Well, she's got. So him. it's done. So okay. yeah, very possible. All right, so Fab oh, Melo. Uh, oh look, it's Kevin. Oh, there's McKinney. Kevin McKell. It looks like his hair has been yeah, looking a little messed. looking a little grayer and a little lighter up top than at the side of the draft. <laughs> I wonder. What do you think, all these young prospects? Hey, you know, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I I've got. Well, I'm really uh really excited for the next guy that's gonna coach here and see what he does. <laughs> My input doesn't mean anything here. (laughs) Clearly, we're just drafting to compile people and just see what happens. It looks like Daryl Morey has swapped over the controls to his son, who's like 13 and likes to draft people in NBA Live. So, So, they're now 10 people deep, plus Patrick Patterson. That's 11. Does Terrence Jones end up in the D-League next year? Oh, God, I hope not. That's (laughs) awful. That's just awful. Is that where we're at? I mean, there's not enough minutes to go around. That's just awful. He's too good for the D-League. Not he'll enough average, minutes. He's like 40 and 20 in the D-League. <laughs> <sighs> Clearly, he does not belong in the D-League. Hey, Brandon, I've got an idea. Yeah. Let's do a draft show. Yeah. And have it be the most obscure NBA draft. Well, wow, we're just experts over here. Well, we've been on it. I mean, we've been doing okay. We've had a, a lot of good calls. Yeah, uh, Dion Waiters at four still. I don't get that. Still a head scratcher. Don't get it. At all. I, I don't I don't I don't understand. <laughs> as soon as Fab Melo goes off the board, I want to talk Atlanta Hawks. Oh man, the dueling tees. And where they're going here. <laughs> the dueling tees. It's a thing. The Hawks have six guys under contract next year. Mm-hmm. Joe Johnson, Al Horford, Josh Smith, Marvin Williams, Zaza, and Jeff T. They really like Zaza there, though. And that's it. Well, Zaza's got his own restaurant there. Yeah. It's called Zaza's. He number Well, He liked playoffs. Zaza's. He's so happy to be playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Just looking at the board right now, what you got. I can see Wharton. I could, too. At 23 to the Hawks. I can see that. A Richie Hawks. Couldn't you see him maybe just going, uh, saying goodbye to uh, Marvin Williams here? To who? To the amnesty provision. Oh. And then just picking up a, uh, a PJ3 or Quincy? Uh, PJ3, but man, then, I mean, PJ3, Josh Smith, Al Horford. I think then the move is you put PJ3 at the four and just put Josh Smith at the... Three. Right? Oh, yeah oh yeah no that's then you got then you got joe johnson at the two that's who's stinks. who's who's big for a two that's to stinks. be honest with you and they got a uh, good old jeff teague bringing up the reins and then you keep kirk heinrich no i don't think <laughs> i don't think they can do that uh kirk heinrich's cap hole is 100 or 12 million dollars That's a lot so i would assume that they're gonna renounce his rights. The twenty-third pick is gonna get a cool million dollars. So here's Boston Celtics taking their pick. Right now it's it's gonna be Fab Mello Fabricio. Good old Fab. Uh problems in his first year. Uh, yeah. Suspended for the tournament, uh academic issues. Not smart enough. Well uh, Brendan he's only been speaking English for like three years. <laughs> that's tough. And then he's gonna that's go to tough. Syracuse University and go to school. That's not easy. Yeah, it's it's that's very true. Um so I mean just looking at some reaches in the draft right now, obviously the Terrence Ross pick at eight. Yeah, but you don't think that's a reach. Well I I think it's kind of a reach, but he has a ton of potential to be honestly probably the third best wing in this draft. Uh just on what he's shown the like third scoring best. wise. The third best? No, I mean, you've got Gilchrist, who I think is kind of a lock. I do, too. I like Gilchrist quite a bit. Um, And then it's kind of a jostling for position between him and Barnes, I think. And where Harrison Barnes ended up, it looks like he's got a lot of room to grow. Yeah, if I'm Harrison Barnes, I'm pretty pumped. So, you're looking at Terrence Ross going to Toronto. Going to get a lot of shots, but also it's going to be very hard going for a while well he's gonna be playing with nash yeah so yeah you're gonna get... i like what the celtics did here. yeah i, I did do too. actually like i hate to say it. yeah it's frustrating they had to go big we said it early i'm and wondering what our buddy tyler hurley's thinking right now do i think it's looking good i would like it if you would tweet at tyler hurley and get his reaction <laughs> about what his celtics did here <laughs> Oh, man. I'm sure he's pretty excited, to be honest with you. And honestly, I think the Hawks are really upset because I think they would have taken Fab Melo here if he was available. Yeah, because Al Horford doesn't want to play the five anymore. Um, And he wants out if he doesn't get to play otherwise. I don't blame him. All right, one sec. I'm going I'm to tweet out Tyler Harlow real quick here. All right, so we're 23 with the Hawks, followed by the Mavericks at 24, and the Memphis Grizzlies taking a foreign player at 25, followed by the Pacers at 26. Uh, The Pacers are a team, Larry Bird's conducting his last draft associated with the Indiana Pacers, and then he's handing the reins over to Donnie Walsh, who's going to be the president, and Kevin Pritchard, the former Portland Trailblazers GM, who loves to make a little splashy-splash in the draft. Oh, just a little splashy-splash. He splashy. likes to make the splashy-splash, make about five deals. Make it rain. Uh, he's the the man who was able to orchestrate five second-round picks for Amir Sheik a mere three years ago. What's up? All right, so right now, uh, two things on the agenda. Dallas Mavericks already shopping the 24th. Shocking. Very open to trading it. And John Jenkins possibly to the Hawks. John Jenkins, he... You got him pretty far down there, don't you? Ooh, yeah. He's a second-pager. Um, yeah, I, I have him have, 33rd. I have that, and I have Jared Cunningham to the maps. Cunningham is a guy, Oregon State Beaver, uh, super athletic, about six foot four. played the two-guard. I think he could be a possible point guard later. Uh, he has the athletic ability to defend both guard positions. Uh... S- super rebounder for his size. Yeah. Uh I think that's and, not... that's and that's one of those stats that oh my god. We might have a speed round pretty quick here. What's going on? I'm totally totally 25th to the Grizzlies. But that's three picks ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They're gonna use all their time. I maybe. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's recap. Oh my God, twenty third is Jenkins. Yeah, John Jenkins, the the sharpshooter from Vandy. Yeah, he can shoot the ball, but that's the only thing he does. Twenty fourth, Dallas, Jared Cunningham. Jared Cunningham, which is a reach. Who is? It's a reach. I think Jenkins is a reach too. Yeah, for sure. And then Jared Cunningham, twenty four, just said that, and then uh, Tony Rorton to the Grizzlies at twenty five. Does Larry Bird give the giant middle finger and go with PJ3? I think so. The 10th ranked player on the Featherman big board? Or the 13th, my bad. Man, how much does that help? That's crazy. How, big does, how does he fall that far? I don't know. I mean, we're still looking to Perry Jones. This is a guy who would have been a top four pick last year. Easily. Uh, I wonder if there wasn't some sort of red flag that came up. There's got to be something because this is just... This is insane for a guy uh, that has the bona fide height. He is absolutely 6'11". Um, he's a little on the skinny side, but he can play like three positions. He's definitely on the skinny side. And he has a ton of potential. He's only 20. There's got to be something there that hasn't... Uh, that we don't see. That hasn't came out yet. So it's it'll be interesting to see whatever that red flag is. Yeah. I, I have to think that a team sitting at the back half of the draft here yeah. is looking to slide up here to make the deal a for late twenty jones. Yeah. Because I I think you get great value here at the twenty fourth or twenty fifth spot. And the Memphis Grizzlies, if they're gonna take Tony Wharton, they can deal back. Yes for four sure. Four or five picks and be okay there. They're gonna I think they're gonna pick him right there. That's unbelievable. That's the Memphis Grizzlies. Brennan, right the best available Swallows doing work. The best available foreign player on the board right now is Furkan Aldemir. Oh, boy. How'd I do on the pronunciation there? Furkan. I'm going to go Aldemir. Aldemir. Okay. This is an extraordinary <laughs> rebounder. Uh, in the U20 European Championships, he <laughs> averaged <sighs> yeah. 15.8 rebounds a game. Woo! Okay. Uh, supreme rebounder. It's a power forward guy. Played in Turkey last year. Rebounder supreme. Uh, the one thing with Aldemir is he really doesn't want to come over. Uh, he's not enamored with the NBA at oh, this really? point. He would rather play in Turkey, I think. Uh-huh. So we're going to see. But I think Aldemir could be a guy that maybe the the Tundur target at 28. <laughs> so uh, here is here's the pick by the Atlanta Hawks, John Jenkins. Uh, I guess Boy, we, that's a reach. I guess Willie Green can start packing his bags. That is a reach. I had him 33, 33rd on the uh, Featherman big board. Willie Green, just start packing yeah. up right now, man. Yeah, yeah sorry. go ahead. They just picked your replacement. But, you know, this fits because Larry Drew, it doesn't fit. It but doesn't fit. What are you talking about? Larry Drew runs the UCLA offense, okay? right. which means that they essentially set a flex screen, or not the UCLA. They run the flex. So they set a flex screen and they run an ISO almost every time down the floor. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Hawks are thinking that they're going to get a lot of double teams, which they do. And that if they have a guy who can just spread the floor like Jenkins, right, just a supreme shooter, that it might work for him. Uh, defensively I worry about it because Jenkins is listed at 6 four but I'm gonna check the combine height right now all right uh I think we got a Tyler Hurley tweet uh it's loading up though we don't get spectacular cell coverage down here six three and a quarter for six, John three Jenkins and a so uh borderline he's gonna be a two a little smaller than you would like a little smaller you like uh Tyler Hurley on the show how's he feeling uh thought they would have got wing but i like getting mellow wish they could have got nicholson instead of sullinger really that's apparently a per tyler hurley wow. the former unw standout looking looking forward to overseas paul i'm sure is he is he going to go overseas i would i would expect so maybe we'll see uh the lakers at 60 take a reach on tyler hurley <laughs> oh god <laughs> stash oh. him overseas for a few years yeah, the lakers like tyler hurley Six uh Do six, we got any footage? Six seven range-y shooter. Any uh, footage? Any footage on Tyler Hurley? No. <laughs> no. Likes the Celtics. Could see him, Could Could see him late. Could see him late. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Dunlap on the TV right now. Uh well, what an out of the box hire by the Bobcats. Oh, cool. I it. it's, great. it's a great one. Rather than going the traveled path of coaches that have been fired over the past year. I'm I'm telling you, Dunlap is a basketball genius. It's a good take. He lives and breathes it. So now, uh, very interesting. We already we know the next two picks, and uh, Jared Cunningham and Tony Roark. But is Dallas picking for someone else here? Um, unless they can trade could it, could they be? I think that's what they're spending. The, could they be picking for the Lakers here? Oh God, I hope not. I don't. You know, I don't think Cunningham's a good, good Laker. Where does he go? How does that help them? No, absolutely okay. not. Okay. Absolutely not. I thought I'd throw it out here. You haven't talked no. about the Lakers in forever. Could they be picking for the Clippers here? No. As part of the Odom deal? Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's interesting because that three-way trade is just, it's totally it's still impending on Mo Williams officially accepting it. Mo Williams is a very hard uh, uh, on sleeve type of guy. If you remember back when LeBron left, his almost visibly crying Twitter spree. Yeah. It's like a girlfriend breaking up with somebody. Yeah. I can't believe you just left us. Perry Jones, the 13th ranked player on the Featherman big board. Still Still hanging out, and we're at the 24th pick in the draft. You get great value there. Hey, Lakers, want to get PJ 3 I don't know if they have the assets to move up. No, they don't. They were thinking that our test could get them in the 25-30 range, and I don't understand that at all. And don't look now, but you got the Golden State Warriors coming up at 30. (laughs) Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. And if it keeps up with us, we, you know. Atlanta picks Sean Jenkins to stand up in the corner while Josh Smith shoots long twos. Who's that from? Uh, Sebastian Paridi. Ah. Yeah. So, very funny. Because uh, Josh Smith is a big fan of his 18 footers Yeah, it's funny because it's true. Yeah. Loves It's one his of those kind footers. of jokes. He stayed away from him for the first half, and they just, it's like a, like a alcohol addiction. Just like, it just snuck back into Josh Smith late in the season when he got bored. Ah, I'm going to start taking those 18-footers again. I think we're reaching the range of Marcus Teague towards the end of the uh, first round. Here. You think so? I think so. Oh, boy. Can you imagine if PJ3 slips the second round? What? Uh, Charlotte has got the first pick, and then it's Washington. and I think Washington would love to get their hands on PJ3. Oh, absolutely. I mean, well, imagine, if, imagine if the would Wizards come out of here with Beal and PJ3. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, PJ3 and Jan Vesely? Picks in. Oh, yeah, okay. It's not the Cavaliers' pick if you're watching on TV. It's been traded to the Mavericks. So the Mavericks get this pick, and they're going to pick Tony Burt. Or wait. What? No, this is Jared Cunningham. Yeah. Okay. Jared Cunningham right now getting selected. It's awful. It's just Twitter. The 42nd-ranked player from the Featherman Big Board is now gone, Jared Cunningham. A little low, actually. I'm surprised I had him that low. Yeah, well, I mean... You're watching this highlight reel here. He's he's very quick. Oh, he's super athletic, brother. Super quick and athletic. They're going to show the tip slam he had on Arizona here. Oh, that's nasty This oh, is uh, one of the best play. highlights that you will ever see. Oh, okay. I'm waiting for it. they got to show it. Oh, they'll show it. it There's no way. It was nasty. It was all over the place. Okay, I'm not going to ruin it for you guys because I already know who the paces are picking. At 25? Or mm-hmm. 26? Yeah. I already know who they're picking. PJ. No. Somebody that I'm looking on your big board here and Is it deep? He's not in the top twenty eight. Oh, it's deep. Is he a second round talent? He's not in let's see here. Oh boy. He's not in the top forty one. Oh no. He is within the top fifty. Plumley? Yes. Really? Yes. That's such a pacer's pick. Yeah, it is. That's such let's a pick. take pacers the big pick. white guy. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's so Larry Bird. Oh no, Miami eat uh, twenty-seven. No, 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 don't let it happen. No, the rich get richer. No, I hope not. Oh, don't let it. Don't let it happen. <laughs> no. Uh, if Maybe. this happens, no. This draft has officially been rigged. Moved into. Unprecedented territory, and we're gonna have a run of foreign-born players at some point here. Yep. I think we take a break when the second round starts. Just intermission. Make this a two-parter. Just a quick, quick break. <laughs> two-parter. Okay. Barry Jones still around? I don't know. Tony Rotten not still around? Is Wharton's the pick at twenty-five here? That's the pick. I don't know. The, he fits pretty well with what the Memphis Grizzlies are trying to do here. Uh Calmly at the one and I mean they start Tony Allen at the two, do they not? Then you uh you let OJ walk. I don't know what's gonna happen there. I don't think salary cap wise that they can let him walk. I mean they have to let him walk, I believe. Yeah. I think you let him walk. And there I was mean, they almost traded him like thirteen times last season yeah. and the season before that. So I don't know. Oh I'm 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 so worried. Eagerly I am so this twenty seventh. I'm worried now. I didn't even think about that. Thank you for ruining the draft for me, you by know, the way. No, I know. Why would you do that? Or the Thunder. I mean, the Thunder are right behind, behind the Heat. You're looking at the two finals teams possibly getting, getting the 13th ranked player on the Featherman big board. And, like, the 10th player on pretty much everybody else's board. Yeah, on the Billis board. The Billis board, I mean, <laughs> whatever. And <Anyway. laughs> last year he would have been a top 10 pick. Yeah, he was, like, six on the big board last year before what? he went back to school. Come on. Oh, man. boy. Come on, I said. Are you going to let that... Oh, no. No. I don't know if it's going to happen, brother. Ah. Let's temper our enthusiasm here because the Miami Heat very well could go Doron Lamb. Take the shooter. Please take Doron Lamb. Or they could go Moultrie. Oh, please take Moultrie. Oh, that'd make everything better. Don't look now. Quincy Miller is within range for the Chicago Bulls to break my heart and take Tyshawn Taylor. Yeah, it will happen too. Within range. No, we just need a hard-nosed point guard. Well, Quincy Miller's a guy who could maybe ease up the 43 minutes a night that Lou Dang plays. Absolutely. Which is kind of nerve-wracking. Yeah, to, that's a lot of minutes. You need to think about that a little bit. That's a, that's a lot of minutes. And you, I don't really think you go point guard because you just you pick Heinrich up, mm-hmm. and you don't worry about it. Oh, I mean, yeah. Just add minutes. Yeah, um, Indiana, Wojnarowski, Wojnarowski. Is... Tweeting Miles Plumley. Miles Plumley, it's a thing. Miles Plumley, the 50th ranked player on the Featherman Big Board because he is the least athletic Plumley, by far. Yeah. So. Stiff. Interesting. Interesting. A uh, decent shooter, though. Still. They have him listed at seven feet tall, though, which is not. Not, no. not true. No, uh, I can take a look. <laughs> yeah, Perry Jones and Arnett Moultrie in freefall right now, Jordan. Well. I don't think Motry is in free-fall mode yet. I think Perry Jones is six absolutely... 6'10". 6'10". a half For Miles Plumlin. Brennan, if I would have told you at the start of the draft that Jared Sullinger would go before Perry Jones the third, no. how much money would you have paid me? Uh, I don't know. Well, I know, mean, know, I'm not that could made have, of money. That could have been a $100 se. bet. Yeah. Because there's no way you would have taken that bet. No way. Absolutely not. And, uh, I don't know. <sighs> Man... Very interesting to see John Jenkins go this early, too. He's, like, five guards back. He does one thing well, but that one thing translates to the NBA better than anything else. Mm -hmm. He shoots the ball. Yes, he does. I mean, aside from rebounding, that translates pretty darn well. All right, so let's recap. We're at the 25th pick with the Memphis Grizzlies, and we're going to have Tony Wharton head out here. The six foot seven, six foot six point guard uh, freshman from the University of Washington, followed by the Indiana Pacers, who are going to take the six foot ten power forward center Miles Plumlee, the least athletic of the Plumlee brothers from Duke, leading up to the Miami Heat at twenty seven and the Oklahoma City Thunder at twenty eight. Perry Jones the third is still on the board at thirteen. Uh, the next highest-rated player is also from Baylor, uh, number 17 on the Featherman big board, Quincy Miller. But number one, your hearts. And then it's Arnett Moultrie, who I think I think there's a distinct fall-off in think, talent there. I think Moultrie to the heat. I is hope. that what you're reading? No. <laughs> oh. I'm hoping. Uh, Chris Reina, C.R. Reina on Twitter. Uh, okay, Memphis Grizzlies making their pick. Twitter wrote um, Perry Jones goes to tell contender Heat, Thunder Bulls, or Warriors, unless the second round not going to take contract drop. Hey, boy. Boy, it's rough on Perry Jones the third if he heads in the second round. That's awful. Yeah, there you go. Learn. Oh, I called it like 20 minutes ago. Brennan, how do you like Tony Wharton? I like him a lot. Um, he's a super tall point guard, and that's a beautiful pass. He just threw there on that highlight reel. Uh, very tall point guard, which, you know, it's kind of the opposite of the undersized guards, you don't see a lot of really tall point guards really shine in the NBA. No. It just doesn't happen. It's not <laughs> a thing. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, and I think he's, a, he's he can score for sure. He's not going to shoot the ball, but I think he can definitely take the rack with consistency. Yeah, and he's a guy, his shot's broke. Yes. You know, it's completely broken. But he's someone who, he can have an ugly, ugly set shot, and as long as he can knock it down a little bit, He's gonna be okay. Yes, for sure. And I think you know it's something he, he is. He isn't gonna be called upon to do a whole lot in Memphis right away. So he has time to develop a little bit of a jump shot and learn the NBA game, learn the pacing. And if he can become a good or a serviceable six six point guard, yeah, watch out for Memphis. Yeah, absolutely. Because as a backup to Mike Conley, and Mike Conley, he's a guy who guards those small guards very well, but has yeah. a problem with bigger guards why not bring out Tony Rorton out there so you don't have to you know, totally dissipate your offense with uh, uh, Tony Allen when he's out there because that's what they had Tony Allen do usually is guard the bigger guards. Yeah, no, that's so, absolutely what they did. Um, I think it's a, it's a smart pick Yeah, by Memphis. And by all means, uh, who have, I don't know, a lot of odd talent out there right now. Six-foot-six point guards don't come along every day. And if you get a <laughs> no. chance to get one at the 25th pick in the NBA draft, who's a freshman, why not? Uh, you got to. Why not let it fly? You got to pull the trigger. We should have been on top of this one a little earlier. And I mean, honestly, he's one of the taller guards in the draft. By all means, uh, of a draft that's heavily weighted with a uh, Bradley Beal, Deion Waiters, Austin Rivers, Damian Lillard, um, the guy we just saw, John Jenkins, who's six three, and then Jared Cunningham. And then yeah, Jared Cunningham, who's six four, six five. <sighs> <laughs> it's very, it's such a weird draft. It doesn't make any sense. What? All right, so Plumlee at twenty six, and then we're at the Heat and the Tunder Yep. I don't see any way Perry Jones gets past those two. No, absolutely Although, not. Although, does he fit with the Tunder Yes. You think he does? Yeah. Hey, just go hang out with Kevin Durant. Yeah. Hey, you're a rangy guy that can play through positions. Who's that? Who's that like? Well, Pat Riley's on the phone right now with LeBron James. Consulting. How do you feel about PJ3? You feel good? All right, well, we're going to go ahead and pick him up here at 27. That doesn't make sense. What? Why is he there? Is Twitter dead right now on what the Heat are doing? The Twitter's broken. Just because I'm going to have to close this door. There's people coming. Close it up. Close it up. We can't be disturbed. Serious business. Uh, Brennan, what do we got for a time? Oh, man. We are sitting at 8.02 p.m. Entering two and a half hours. Yeah, we are over two and a half hours. Two hours and 33 minutes of straight talk radio. I'm sorry. Man, it's getting tough. Getting tough in here. I'm sure there's people who, like, clicked off our show at the beginning, and then they're, like, clicking back to hours later. No way. They're still on? Is it repeating? What happened to my classic rock? Oh, PJ. Man. Look at him. Just showing him. Poor guy. Uh, surprised he still got that jacket on. I probably would have lost the jacket and the tie at this point. <laughs> would have loosened up the collar a little bit. I probably would have had an old-fashioned in my hand. I would have gone, gone past where Aaron Rodgers was going. Just looking like visibly upset with the jacket off and throwing the draft the draft hat away. But uh, PJ3 showing some maturity. And just kind of sitting there and taking it in stride. Hanging out. Excited he's going to go to the heat of the Tunder. Or the Bulls. Are you oh. that Are you that upset, though? About? If you're Perry Jones, you get to go to a contender. Well, I'm, <laughs> I am I mean, it, it goes from being upset in the mid-20s or the early 20s and the late teens to being like, well, this is kind of cool. I can go to a really good team. Well, every pick that goes by here, Brendan, he's losing about $50,000. He is losing money. That is so, true. But, I mean... How much is a ring worth, Jordan? Boy, I don't understand the Miles Plumley pick here. I don't and, like it either. Uh, as far as what the Pacers needed and what they're what they're doing here, I thought they would have gone with a three. Um. A lot of repetition, you know. They got Roy Hibbert now with Miles Plumley. Mm-hmm. They still have Hansbrough, and
0: yeah. they
1: just signed David West to that contract. Yeah. They're a big squad already, and they just got bigger. Little with, statistical with thing Plumlee. for Miles Plumley. He had the third best rebounding rate of the entire draft. So there's that. And aside from shooting, I guess rebounding's probably in front of that. Yeah. I mean it does translate. Look at Kenneth Fareed. And Miles Plumley is another one of those really old draft picks. He is twenty three. Twenty three almost twenty four. He's like six months away from being twenty four. In NBA lingo, that means he's mature. He's o- overly mature. He's like an over overly ripe peach. You eat him now or oh. you're done? Throw him away. What are you doing? Indiana? you have other people there. Andy Katz reporting breaking news Jordan. I think it's time we, we do do some breaking news here because this is this is kind of breaking and relevant. Breaking news.
0: Breaking news. Stormy Daniels' daughter,
1: uh, Andy Katz, reporting that Perry Jones is slipping due to serious concerns on his knee. Oh. So. Really? See, yeah. and we were saying we were hypothesizing that there must be some There's kind of God red flag. Something. And that knee could really limit his balance, his athleticism, and uh, his footwork, in uh, if he ever decides to learn footwork. <laughs> so. That's why Perry Jones is sliding so, here. Yeah, it still doesn't make any sense. Is a but... red flag on the health? I guess. What uh couldn't he just go get the Kobe thing done? I guess go good. The, the plate, 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 plate rich, rich yeah. infusement of Germany of plasma rich. Yeah. Does he have enough money to get there now? No. Uh, no, because right now how much? I- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on uh, Priceline.com com right now and see how much a flight to a uh, Germany is. Round trip. As it stands, if he were to go twenty seventh to the Heat, Perry Jones first year, he would make eight hundred and sixty eight thousand dollars. Oh, that poor guy. Poor guy. Oh. Yeah, I'm right if he would have gone thirteenth, as projected by the Featherman big board. Right. One point six million. There's a little difference there. Yep. That's that's a little little less than the old the old coin purse. I think this is really gonna scare a lot of those players that say that the coach says stay in school. Yeah, because Perry Jones, he would and have been Sullinger. collecting that paycheck. Jones and Sullinger, look at him last year. I don't think Sullinger's upset. He's gonna go to Boston and play for Doc Rivers, who people monetarily speaking, purely on oh, a monetary yeah. basis, Mo- yeah. You're looking at a string four million dollars and eight hundred thousand. We're slowing down here on the draft, Brendan. Very uh, much so. And I think I think it's definitely gotta oh, Sixers. Miami Heat trading pick to the Sixers? That's gotta be PJ. No. Arnett no. Moultrie wow. to the Sixers. Yeah, let's go redundant. Why? If that's true. Multiple sources. Mark Spears, Chad Ford. Okay. And Draft Express. Ooh, do we know the deal? Um not yet, no. I'm guessing they're just swapping second-rounders or something. Okay, so Probably a cap thing here with the Heat more than anything. Getting rid of a cap hold. Yeah. Arnett Moultrie, the 23rd-ranked player on the field. Another the slider. Um, He's going 27 to yeah. the 76ers who make a deal to get into the first round. Uh, they trade with the Heat. As soon as we get some sort of information about what that deal consists of, uh, we'll go ahead and let you know. Philadelphia does have the 45th pick in the second round and the 54th pick in the second round. Uh, it's very possible that they might have given both of those picks up to move up here to the 27th pick. Boy, there's going to be a lot of upset uh, three-year NBA fans right now. All those, fa- all those fans have been fans of the NBA for three years. Yeah. What are you doing, Miami? Could have had PJ3. We could have had all these good players. You played your pick? Oh, I'm so upset. We're screwed next year. He will get a future first-round pick and the 45th pick. Okay, so the 45th is going to head that. Miami's way with the future first-rounder. Good deal for the Heat, I oh, believe. Absolutely. I'm changing up here. Oh yeah, Change the grease board. We've got uh, the right. second-round picks all on the grease uh, board. Cleveland no longer has that. That is Dallas. Dallas on both 33rd and 34th. Okay. And, and then the 45th is now Miami 45th. instead of Philadelphia. Miami. All right, so Moultrie's off the board. Heading to Philly. Philly takes both the 21st and 22nd ranked player on the Featherman big board. <laughs> and Arnett Moultrie is a six-nine guy, a uh, power forward. And you're looking at a team that, you know, it was rumored they might amnesty uh, Elton Brand in the offseason. So I don't know if this either confirms it or what exactly for them. Um, I don't know. <laughs> They pick Mo Harkless and Arnett Moultrie. They're both very Sixers players. Yeah, absolutely. They're so Philly, it hurts. It's almost, they're so Philly, they're almost Will Smith. Who is a part owner, I believe, at this point. West Philadelphia, born and raised. On the playgrounds is where I spent most of my days. Yes, indeed. All right, we're at the Tunder at 28. I originally thought that Furcan Eldemir might head here. PJ3. It's happening. To the Tunder. It's a thing. PJ3 to the Tunder. Go hang out with Kevin Durant, PJ3. The rich get richer as the Oklahoma City Super Thunder, the, N- the NBA runner-up, and the Western Conference champions get the 13th-ranked player on the Featherman big board all the way down at the 28th position in what, the draft. What a pickup for the Thunder. Who The Thunder, who are looking at, you know, maybe scraping by and picking up uh, Andrew Nicholson here. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, maybe we'll get that. And if he's not there, we're going to trade it. That was that was the pre-draft plan for the Thunder, as reported. But you know, Barry Jones the third slips to you at twenty-eight. And You already have Kevin Durant. Even with the knee concerns. Whatever. It's a good pick. It's a great pickup. He's gonna go there and. Uh... Potential-wise, I mean, he's got outstanding potential. Yeah. He's got uh, he's got pre-draft Anthony Randolph potential. Yeah, uh, absolutely. He's got Anthony Randolph after one year in the NBA potential at this Ugh. point still. You know? Still pretty good. Still pretty good. Now, this brings us to everybody's favorite team, no. the Chicago Bulls at number 29. I don't know his favorite that is. Now, pre-draft, there were rumors that Tyshawn Taylor was the pick here. Right. He's the 26th-ranked player on the Featherman Big Board. Four-year starter at Kansas. That's never happened. Uh, it's the first one of the I Bill can, Self administration. I can Officially say goodbye to the first page. You so. can of the Featherman big board. You might want to save that just for, you know, a memento. No, I'm good. Okay. Tyshawn is a guy. He a good defender. Uh, really, really tough. Uh, actually, shoots the better. Shoots the ball better than you would think when you watch him play. But he is a complete knucklehead. Yes, yes. He, uh, he went all last year without having any knucklehead decisions, <laughs> which was shocking. That guy's a knucklehead. But what we're gonna see here, I, the Bulls, I, I think they have to look at Quincy Miller just because he's a six foot nine, two guard, three. He's yeah. nineteen years old. Six foot ten. I just, I, I feel like that might, that yeah. might help you, and I feel like Tyshawn Taylor at twenty nine, you know, you can trade back. You can definitely trade back here. May, maybe you go Teague. No, I don't. I don't think Teague's going to happen. So, I, I, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think they spend a pick. You the know, the they're Bulls, gonna go... apparently, according to Chuck Swirsky, have Lamb, Barton, and Johnson on the board. Lamb. Yep. Doron. Doron. Yeah. You need a two guard. But not Doron Lamb, who can score, shoot three. That's always been not your guys. Not Doron Lamb. That's been your guys's issue. You know, you need another guard who can score off the bench. What about Quincy Miller? No, Can they, they can't shoot? go Can Doron Lamb. They can't go Doron Lamb. Oh, you don't think so? No. No? Oh, no. I could see Will Barton. I'd have no problem with that. He's there. Uh, I like him better than Doron Lamb, even though on the Featherman big board. You have Lamb ahead of him. I do by two spots. That makes no sense. I'm sorry. That That is a critical oversight. Uh, go ahead and scratch that out on your page and switch him. 31 <laughs> to 29. Uh, I'm eagerly awaiting if you have some sources here. I'm hoping it happens. Uh, Cleveland is desperately trying to get another pick while Minnesota is talking to two teams to get a pick as well. Oh, so, crap. That's a thing, too. Yeah. Oh. So you could be looking at uh, Deron Lamb in a Bulls jersey. I don't think we are. Could happen. I think the pre-draft promise to Tyshawn Taylor might stand up here. You think so? Uh, I, I don't like it nearly as much as I'd like Quincy Miller, the 17th ranked player on the Featherman Big Board. But... So, uh, not not to make uh, Blazer fans quickly rush to the nearest liquor store or anything, but uh, Jason Quick uh, just reported that Senator Myers Leonard, uh, coming into college, suffered a stretch fraction in his right foot. And, oh, no. Uh, and then a strain MCL in his left knee last summer. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's done. Oh no. Oh, no. oh, no. Those reek of uh, Andrew Bynum. <laughs> Injuries Craig, where you Greg can't Oden. even you can't even run up and down the court. Greg Oden, yeah, Greg Oden. Uh, I feel bad for the Blazer fans. Kinda you know, happened. but what happens if Myers Leonard turns it around? Okay, finally, Perry Jones gets to take Good a long walk up to the stage and shake David Stern's hand. And there's some fat jazz fans dancing behind him. Ah, oh, sit boy. down. Sit Rough down. go for Perry Jones the third. Slides all the way to 28, but he gets picked by the Tunders. It so... could be a lot worse. It Ugh. could be a lot. You could get picked by the Sixers. Could have got picked by the Sixers. You know that's awful. Nobody wants that. No, oh, you got to run out of there like your hair's on fire, Bren. <laughs> so, 20th pick in the 2012 draft goes to PJ Three. 20th. That's what I said. I said 20th. 28th pick. Check the tape. Whatever. To the OKC Thunder, who get a six, eleven, two, three, four. To learn alongside Kevin Durant. A six, eleven, two, three. Not quite a four. Alright. I don't know. I'm just saying. The Golden State Warriors might be licking their chops here. <laughs> <laughs> At the uh, who do you think they're going for here? Uh maybe Teague. You think so? You know a, they back, could... a solid backup. Yeah, you know, and someone who can come in so they can move Steph Curry to the two for some minutes. Steph Curry can play the two every he once while. He can play the two I mean. Once a while. But you You're know, looking at the uh, the highlight reel here for PJ three, kind of doing a little bit of everything. Yeah, he's a guy who, as big as he is, doesn't spend a lot of time in the paint. No, uh, which is oh, oh, highlighting highlighting the highlight highlight the post game, game right, right now. Does he say that. Oh yeah, just just the, pounds it at Anthony Davis. What a Davis. move! Just runs into him and yeah. throw your arms up, see what happens. Open floor, clearly. Oh, a little carry crossover. <laughs> <laughs> All blocking shots, of course. Of okay, course. where anyway. are we at? 29. 29. Chicago Bulls on the clock. Chicago Bulls on the clock. Do they go to Ron Lamb? No. Is that just a hopeful no? It's a hopeful no. Is that a hopeful no? Is that, is that a Byron Mullins hopeful no? Uh, I'd never believe the Byron Mullins thing. It had traction for a while. I'm just saying, Quincy Miller is the 17th ranked player on the Featherman Big Board. <laughs> yeah. And I emailed Gar Foreman and John Paxson. Did the, you? The Big Board. Oh, I was going to say, I'm to not help sure him that out here. but you yeah. should. You should. But uh, you don't even know if Gar Paxdorf is going to be attacked for for long, Jordan. I think Gar Paxdorf is hanging out. Although Paxson did have that minor heart surgery. Yeah. Because he just can't take it. And he did, right before he fired VDN, he did punk him out in the locker room. <laughs> so that, that's good. Uh, I think it might be Tyshawn Taylor here. Um, is, that, is that, what is your best case scenario, worst case? Best case scenario is Quincy Miller. Okay. Uh, high ceiling, 2-3. Um, that's... If they take Quincy Miller, they're essentially saying that we might just give up next season (laughs) because we have no point guard. We're not going to keep C.J. Watson on the roster. Maybe he'll just pick up uh, Jason Kidd. Worst case scenario, I think, would be Doron Lamb. Uh, I I don't think, you know, a lot like Jenkins, he does one thing. Right. He shoots the ball. He does shoot Uh, the ball. Doron Lamb didn't make a lot of plays with the ball on the court. He didn't make a lot of attacking moves, and if he did, it was off a pump fake. Right set up by the fact that he can shoot the ball he can shoot the crap out of the ball though yeah he can but i i just i feel like i have said it before i think doron lambs dakon cook yeah i think they're almost the same player minus the underbite minus the underbite uh fran fashilla is on the tv right now i'm sure he's talking about nikola myrtovic myrtovic man i gotta get that right you really do you know future bull yeah well and he's been the uh Europe rising star two years in a row. Apparently that's a big deal. That never big been deal. done before. <laughs> well, there's Barry Jones. doing his a little cut. He's like, yeah, I'm getting drafted in the top 15. Spin that ball. Climb that ladder. What's what's going on with the ladder? You should show him falling down the ladder. What's going on with the ladder? I don't know. I saw Thomas Robinson didn't climb the ladder. He had it over his shoulders. I swear to God. Yeah. Over his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Flexing it out. Yeah. Sounds about right. Perry Jones couldn't pick the ladder up though, so they couldn't do that one with him. oh uh, Roy Hibbert defending Miles Plumlee on Twitter. Really? I don't know why people are so mad about Miles. I saw his workout. He killed. He's gonna be good for the paces. Via Roy, Roy, Hibbert, Roy Hibbert at Hoya to a pacer. Good, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> we have nothing on the Twitter sphere about the Bulls. The Bulls, Bulls are uh, staying quiet. Yeah. Very airtight. Yeah, there, Could be scary. Could be trained. Radio silence from trains. the Bulls here. Trades. Uh, I, I could see them make a trade. Uh, I don't know how far back they would be willing to move here. Maybe, uh, uh, maybe 34, 33. I don't think Dallas comes back into the first round. They already took Cunningham, mm-hmm. I think. I or think Golden they, State. Yeah, but Golden State's picking 30. 30. I oh, don't know. Back to back. I'm uh, trying to think. Sacramento? Toronto? I think if they do trade back, it's because they're going to take Tyshawn Taylor. Right. It's uh, very interesting uh, to see what happens with the Chicago Bulls here, because I know this is very big for you. Uh, I don't have, I don't have really a horse in this race in the draft because the Lakers' 60th pick is going to end up being Tyler Hurley. Tyler Hurley, probably. So, oh my gosh, just so many picks to go. Where are we at? Anything on the Twitter? Space? Nothing. Completely I think you're, dead. I think you're going radio silence on me. Yeah, it's totally dead right now. Nothing. Oh man.
0: It See, is... that's not a good sign.
1: No, it's not. Because that means nobody knows, and they're not telling anybody. That's not a good sign.
0: <laughs>
1: Crap. Yeah, yeah, I, the wrong way. It's a thing. No, it's, it's not. It's a thing. It's no. Not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't do that. You know, you start playing those games with me, and I'm I'm going to have a hissy fit and mm-hmm. walk off. So you are listening to KWG 90.9. Dylan. Dylan. It is 8.20, and we're almost nearing our three. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're not even through the first round yet. No, second round might go a little faster, though. It usually is pretty quick. And we might have to take a brief siesta. We will take a brief siesta. And if you're listening to this somehow on a podcast, uh, uh, props to you, dude, whoever you are. Here we go. A Chicago Bulls pick not ruined by Twitter. No, the emperor coming up here. We're going to get this one live. Do it live. Do it live! Okay, worst case, I think, is Doron Lamp. Best case, so Quincy Miller. Be? Oh, I can't, I hear, even, his I can't hear his lips. This is rough. No boy, who is it? I don't even know who it is. That's a lone Chicago Bulls fan. That could be you someday. Who is it? Oh, Marcus D! Really? See, now that is shocking to me. It, it's absolutely shocking to me. I mean, they must think that he can provide them with solid minutes next year. And this almost insurably kills my Kirk Heinrich to the Bulls it does. return. It's dead. it's dead. This kill it. This is a, a very, very I didn't think this would happen. Kill it. In in any shape or form. Um Marquise is a guy who's light years ahead of where Jeff Teague was. Yeah. When Jeff came out from Wake Forest. Um, he's very athletic, should've stayed in college. Should have stayed in college. I he's still very raw as a point guard. It's better than Doron Lamb. It's better than Doron Lamb because he has more upside, completely. The twenty-third ranked player on the uh, Featherman Big Board. Yeah, heading to the Chicago Bulls at twenty-nine. That's not bad. Uh, no, it's no Quincy Miller though. Yeah, he's freshman. He's nineteen years old. He doesn't have any health concerns. But you have an All-Star player at the point guard position, not and you for play Luell Dang forty-two <laughs> minutes a game. <laughs> I just at yeah. some point someone has to come in there and be able to back up Lou day. Well, do you think maybe they end up trading a future pick for another second rounder this year? And no. if if Quincy Miller slips, no. Especially if the Mavs are oh, selling showing picks. the highlights of Derek Rose blowing his knee no, no. no. You know it, That was the worst four minutes of my year. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, it was terrible. I was setting up a stage for uh, West Fest here at uh, UM Western, and I was streaming the game, and I saw it, and I immediately called you. Jeff Teague. Uh, you know, he does fit what the okay. Bulls do offensively. He does fit what the Bulls do offensively, yeah. which is uh, run things until the shot clock has five seconds left, and then launch it with your point guard. And this does mean that John, the John Lucas, the third era in Chicago is over. It's officially over. Which is... Which is a bright spot, you yes, know. I mean, yeah, look at that. Most Bulls fans should take that as a feather in the cap. Yeah. At the end of the day. Absolutely. Uh, I do think this also means that C.J. Watson won't be back. No. What's no, Casey saying? Watson area. Read me the Casey uh, tweet. Bulls couldn't believe Teague was there. I shocked. I believe it. Tremendous value pick for the Bulls. A lot of people really uh, shine on this pickup for the Bulls. Yeah, and I, I just the problem is that I can't. I have a hard time just looking at next year. Um. I look two years, three years down the line, uh-huh. and you have Derrick Rose and Marquise Teague, and all of a sudden there's kind of a minutes crunch there. Thirtieth pick here, it looks like Festus Azili going to the Warriors. I like it. That means Quincy Miller is available in the second round. Festus uh, Brandon was actually <sighs> going to handle the scouting report on Festus. Festus is Azili. Azili. Ah, uh, yeah. I didn't watch a lot of Vanderbilt. Uh, you know? some photo of Vanderbilt. Uh, actually, great rebounding rate. Terrible Fowler though. Yeah, he's a hacker, is he? Oh boy, he loves to follow people. So heading to the Warriors, uh, I think where he's gonna hang out with Bogut and Beardness. Yeah, so, boy, that is a wolf pack there. Oh boy, watch out, ladies, on the road if Golden State's in town. Yeah. <laughs> per John Hollinger, uh, Warriors getting size that helps, but Azili will make Ekpeyuta look like Bob McAdoo. <laughs> <laughs> so Azili a very, very, very raw player. Um, another foreign player that came over to play uh, in the US. uh Buker is on the TV, Brennan, which means that a deal has been completed <laughs> somewhere. Um, it is the Miami heat pick, which ends up being the 45th coming back to the heat in a future first rounder in return for the 27th this year, which ended up being Moultrie. Moultrie. Okay, so nothing we don't know already. Um, so yeah, Festus Azili, 6'11", 264 pound, 22-year-old. Locked in. 22-year-old. We're good there. Uh, per Chad Ford and the NBA on ESPN. Should we take a brief siesta here? Um, I think we'll let the pick happen, then we'll make the thing here, and, uh... But we're gonna miss Charlotte, then. No. At 31? Yeah, we will. But, I mean, there's a, there's a brief siesta anyone now Silver comes out, I feel like. That's true. So... Here comes the thirtieth pick. Golden State Warriors gonna take. Pronounce his Festus name. Festus Ezeli. Thank you. Thank you. Of Vanderbilt, six foot eleven, center that loves to foul and is super duper raw. Golden State comes out of this draft with Harrison Barnes and Festus. Yes, indeed. Okay. So. Uh, Could be worse. Yeah, I, it's not awful. It's a good first round. No, and this is the pick that Golden State received for trading Richard Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, not bad. And for Steven Jackson, which I like it. Uh, it's not bad. No, no, I mean, not at all. Richard Jefferson does suck. Yeah. He has a giant contract, but, you know, what are you going to do? Humongous deal here. Uh, so, this is the end of the part one, or round one of the NBA draft coverage by the West Coast Bias team. I'm Brennan Juden. I'm Jordan Featherman. Uh, we'll be back after a short little break here, a little siesta. I need to walk around a bit. Stretch the legs. All right. Peace.